Okay, I just I want to start off this podcast with an editor's note. Uh, this was recorded Monday night, uh, and, and I'm editing it now. It is Wednesday afternoon. This podcast will be out on Thursday. Uh, something, some new information has come up between when it was recorded and right now, but more important than that, I really just wanted to take uh, a, an opportunity to just kind of uh, frame this all. So, so we, we're all starting off on the same foot. We, we know what's going on. Uh, you know, because especially right now, because, uh, you know, tensions are, are high, you know, and, and there's a, there's a lot of emotions involved and, uh, you know, it's, it's really easy in these types of situations, uh, at least from my perspective, uh, to kind of feel like is the only thing anybody's talking about is just all this drama. And, you know, sometimes you got to take a step back, uh, or, or you get pushed back and you realize that, uh, it, it's not as, uh, encompassing as you originally thought, you know, like something that feels like everybody's talking about it. Uh, it turns out maybe a few hundred people are talking about it or, uh, you know, a few thousand, you know, uh, but there's still tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people that are completely unaware of, uh, what the issue is, what's going on. So we're going to, I want to start off just kind of explaining, uh, what's, what's even happening. Uh, cause, cause I, as I'm editing it, I am not sure that that was that that point was clearly made, uh, you know, and, and part of that is my fault. Like my intention recording this podcast uh, was to just put it all out there, words and all, no editing. You know, I mean, like do like, you know, essentially what I mean by no editing is, is not chopping it up because uh, I didn't want anyone to on, on either side of this argument to feel like I was somehow trying to manipulate people's words, uh, make things sound different than what they meant or, you know, anything like that. Uh, so, so that was my intention. The issue is I screwed up <laughs> like normally. I, I took a the past month off from recording podcast and I'm a little rusty. And, and I was also, there was some scheduling conflicts and last minute changes and I was rushed. And, uh, essentially what happened is I, I wasn't recording the audio correctly. Uh, so you, you'll definitely notice a difference between the audio uh, quality from right now and when the podcast starts. So I, I almost just scrapped the whole thing because I was like, you know, it, it's, it's, I screwed it up. The, you know, the quality's not there. Uh, the issue is that word that this podcast was even recorded had already gotten out. And, and I was worried that one, if I just don't release it, then that's going to be suspect. People are going to be like, what was said that, you know, they're trying to keep secret or, or whatever. But I, I also didn't, I didn't want to re-record it. Uh, and make it sound like I was trying to polish it up or give somebody a second chance or anything like that. Like that, that's not what this is about. Um, the, the issue at the center of all this controversy, uh, has to do with the five species of postal etheria that are protected by the endangered species act, uh, which here in the United States means, uh, for one, they, they can be imported. Uh, but secondly, they can't be sold, uh, across state lines. So, you know, if, if you want to buy one of these five species on the endangered species act, you know, we're protected by the ESA. You can only buy them from breeders or dealers that live within the state that you live, uh, which, you know, some, some states it's not an issue. There's plenty of breeders and, and people buy, you know, breeding them and selling them. And, and that's not, there's other states though, where nobody's, you know, they're just not available. Um, so, you know, it, like, w- like with any law, especially when it comes to exotic pets, there's always people trying to find loopholes or, uh, you know, gray areas, ways like workarounds, stuff like that. Um, you know, and, and, I mean, just to be just bluntly honest, that's just bad for the hobby, for any hobby, whether, you know, you're keeping reptiles or amphibians or, you know, inverts, trying to find loopholes in a law really uh, just kind of shows that as a hobby, we're irresponsible. 
You know, we really want to be policing ourselves, regulating ourselves so that the government doesn't have to step in more than they already have. You know, if, if we're just acting like it's the wild west doing whatever we want, uh, ignoring laws, um, and trying to find constantly find loopholes into laws and to do what we want to do, uh, you know, that all that's going to do is attract a lot more attention from the federal government. And they're, you know, going to have to, you know, they, they can't, they, a government agency can't just sit and watch a legal activity happen. You know, people just ignoring laws without doing anything. So eventually they're going to have to step in and, and crack down. You see that happening a lot in the reptile hobby. And it's not something that we want to happen in the invert hobby, especially with tarantulas. So, you know, that it's important to talk about these kind of things when they happen, they need to be addressed and they need to be handled with, you know, hopefully within the hobby itself so that it doesn't get to the point where we're going to have, you know, federal agencies coming in and mandating and regulating and enforcing laws. And, and, and it could be a mess. I mean, worst case scenario, it could just get all shut down. You know, that's, I mean, that, that's an extreme, but you know, we don't want to go down that road. We want to be responsible pet owners, uh, and, and reptile and, uh, invert keepers and do what's best, uh, not just for the animals. That's, that's the, the first and foremost important thing. Uh, but also what's good for the hobby and what's good for us as individuals. Cause you know, nobody wants to you know, get fines or anything like that, uh, for, you know, doing, participating in a hobby that they love. So we, we need to abide by the rules and, and laws that are governing, you know, what, what it is that we're doing. And, and they're, they're, that's not really open for debate. You know, you could disagree with the laws all you want. Civil disobedience doesn't really apply when, you know, we're talking about uh, reptiles. If you disagree with the law, then you need to start lobby, like writing your senators and congressmen and, and getting involved in politics and organizations like USARC and work to change those laws. I mean, that, that's the responsible way uh, to make a difference, not just ignoring them and doing what it is you want to do. Like, and that that just hurts everybody. So the 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 whole the 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 crux of the situation is uh, the guest that came on the podcast uh, owns a business called Simply Spiders, and uh, you know he explains his motivations and everything in the podcast. I'm not going to put words in his mouth, uh, but I I will just say what happened, uh, like undeniable facts. He listed species of postlutheria that are protected by the ESA and uh, are are just not they, they can't be sold across state lines on his website and uh, had no restrictions on where they would be sold. Uh, he assumed he had, or thought he had found a gray area, a loophole in the law by saying that they are hybrids or hobby forms, in which case they wouldn't be uh, subject to the endangered species act or, you know, any, any regulations uh, regarding that. Um, the issue is, and, and it's been, I mean, there, there's, there's proof now, you know what I mean? There's like sources you can cite. And if you're interested in taking a deep dive into all of this, I will be sure to leave links um, in, in the show notes. So, you know, if, if you want to see, if you want to learn more about what species exactly are protected, what the rules are, and what U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has said to people who brought a lot of these concerns or possible loopholes to them and their responses, uh, all that I'll, I'll link in the show notes so you can take a deep dive. Uh, but what's important, what's pertinent to this situation is uh, the you, you weren't allowed to sell them across state lines. Uh, this person thought if they just tagged hobby form on there, uh, justifying it uh, by saying that a lot of the species uh, in this genus have unintentionally been crossbred and therefore are not, uh, you know, pure enough to be reintroduced into the wild. Therefore, they are hobby form and therefore they are, n it's a gray area, I guess is what <laughs> the whole thing is. 
but information has you know been presented to me in, in the public, and, and it is very obvious that that is not a gray area at all. In fact, people went before this ban went into place, and this wasn't like overnight. We had plenty of warning. Uh, we knew what date it was going to start on. You had plenty of time to get what species you wanted and, and have them shipped to you from anywhere in the country. You know, it, it, this wasn't a surprise. We knew it was coming. And, uh, you know, the people approached the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, uh, you know, on their website when they were kind of have like an open form and presented these possible loopholes or gray areas. Like, well, if, if this is the situation, uh, can, can, can we still deal in them? And they essentially shut it all down. They're like, it doesn't matter if they're hybrids or hobby forms or whatever. If, if it is, you know, it, it's not about preserving uh, a pure species to be reintroduced into the wild. It's, 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 it's all about protecting that species, you know, on, on all forms. So, you know, the, the main overall, the, the reason, I guess, is so that if they're not allowed to be sold back and forth in the hobby, then people aren't going to be going out and poaching them and removing them from their native uh, habitat. Um, you know, if, and I think, I mean, I don't know, this is just me speculating right now, but if that kind of loophole where you could say something as a hybrid and sell it across state lines was allowed, maybe the possibility, what they're concerned about is that that would be enough of a loophole for people to do nefarious or illegal things and, and remove them, that species from the wild, uh, smuggle them into the country and then sell them saying that, well, it's a hobby form, you know, like, cause it's, you know, you, there's really no way to prove that. Really. So other than just how you label it on a website. So to protect the species in the wild, it just, all of it's been shut down. Yeah, whether you agree with it or not, doesn't really matter. It's the federal government. This is what they said. This is how to be responsible pet owners and tarantula hobbyists. We must conduct ourselves, you know? So yeah, it, that, that's really not up for debate. Uh, and, and I wanted to address that right up front because in this conversation, uh, one, I, I hadn't read that part, uh, that, that question and answer thing with U.S. Fish and Wildlife uh, before we had the conversation. Uh, and he does refer, uh, when he's kind of explaining what it is, why it is he did what he did, why he thought it could have possibly been okay, he kept saying it's, it's a gray area. Uh, and, and I just right off the, the bat want to clarify and, and make sure that that is understood, that it is not a gray area, gray area at all. Uh, it, it, it was addressed by U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and uh, I'm sure that he all probably read the exact same article that I did and, and now doesn't think it was a gray area. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but uh, so, so that's up there because I know a lot of people are just going to read the headline, like they're going to read the title, see the thumbnail, and assume they know what's being said in this podcast. So uh, for those of you all that are taking the time to listen, I appreciate it, and you, you're knowing what I'm saying right now, so <laughs> you'll know that when people are saying that stuff, uh, they're just full of crap. Uh, I also want to point out that, uh, I always try to keep all my content family friendly. Um, this podcast, not so much. So if you're, if you're, if you're listening at work or, you know, you got your kids or something like that, uh, you know, be careful because, um, I, I, there's a little bit of profanity in it and there's maybe some stuff that should not, uh, it just, it's, it's just not, it, um, yeah, some topics are talked about that maybe are, are not brand friendly or family friendly. So there's, there's no sponsor today's podcast. Uh, I got no businesses involved or anything like that. One, because, uh, you know, I swore and, uh, also because, you know, it, it's a controversial topic and, and I just, I just, it's not something I want to monetize or, uh, you know, pull any other businesses in. And, and if there's any controversy, I, I don't want, I don't want to damage, uh, their brand or reputation. So it's just me, uh, talking to this guy and, you know, so it, it is what it is. But when you listen to the podcast, um, 
you know, it, to me, the, it, 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 there's, there's no debating selling those uh, ESA protected species um, was just dumb. It was, it was not, it was not cool. It was illegal. Um, had he actually sold them or whatever that situation was, yeah, that, that, that's his bed. He'd have to sleep in it. Uh, but it's not cool. And it's not something that we want to um, allow in the hobby. It's not, it's not behavior that we want to reward or anything like that. And, you know, I joke about in the podcast uh, about the tarantula mafia and uh, you know, it's, it, that's not really a thing. There's not like a, a, a an Illuminati of tarantula keepers that are pulling the strings, controlling everything. Uh, but there, but there are some, uh, you know, influencers or big names, uh, powerful people within the hobby that sometimes try to use, you, you know, use their influence to, to sway things. Uh, and it, it, I, I was joking about it on the podcast, but once word got out that I had recorded that podcast, <laughs> my, my inbox all of a sudden filled up with, uh, all these messages from people and they're very polite and very nice, but they, they really, uh, one, they just kind of felt like I didn't have the knowledge uh, or expertise to even speak on this at all. So I shouldn't, um, which is a fair uh, argument, but you know, I've kind of got that uh, rebellious punk rock, you know, streak in me and you tell me I can't say something or talk about something that just makes me want to talk about it even more. Cause it's like, you know, you can't tell me what to say. <laughs> so, um, so that's part of it. And I, and I hope that that doesn't, you know, have any kind of adverse uh reaction or, um, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do any harm, I guess is, is where I'm coming from. But I also feel like everybody's got a right to an opinion and uh, the right to, to, to say it. You know, <laughs> like it's, uh, I just don't like censorship in that form. Um, so anyways, uh, so, so I, I, that, that is understandable. Uh, and there was also some people that were, uh, expressing concern cause they didn't feel like, uh, uh I should give him a platform to speak. Uh, and, 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 and I understand where they're coming from. You know, if, if somebody's doing something wrong, you don't want to give them a platform to uh, broadcast that negativity and misinformation out in the world. And, and that's not my intent at all. I didn't, I didn't ask him on to uh, really defend himself so much because it, it's undefensible. It's, it's, it, 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 what happened is, is public knowledge. It was there for anybody and everyone to see. Um, so, so that's, you know, that's not, that's not why this is happening at all. I personally felt um, the way that this all went about was not the best way that it could have been handled. Uh, you know, and, and I wanted, I just, I felt like the right thing to do would at least be to give, give him an opportunity to admit that he screwed up, that he did something wrong and apologize. You know, like it, it's one of, it's, I don't know. We all make mistakes in life and I don't think that we should just, uh, you know, especially for, uh, this, I mean, there are some serious mistakes you can make that, you know, okay, you're, you're just, just done. <laughs> Nobody wants to deal with you anymore, but there are sometimes smaller mistakes or mistakes that a lot of people make, but for whatever reason, the spotlight got put on this one, uh, in this particular instance, you know, is, I'm not going to try and compare apples to oranges here, but this isn't the first time an issue like this has happened. I mean, maybe with this particular species in this particular situation, but you know, over the past five, 10 years, there's been a lot of different, you know, gray area loop people trying to find gray areas and loopholes uh to legally sell species that probably shouldn't be doing that uh and and it, it just to me i you know maybe i was just uh uh being empathetic or something but i i felt bad for this person because uh, i kind of felt like it was a, a one-sided you know you everybody just grabbed their forks and and their forks their pitchforks and torches and and you know the mob mentality kind of took over 
and we're just going to crucify this person. And uh, I, I thought that it would maybe be beneficial to, to not just him, but to the hobby in, in general to have an actual conversation and, and get his side of the situation, not just hearing one person's assumptions and opinions uh, of, and reaction to it. You know, I, I thought having a wider conversation um, would be beneficial. If that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> so uh, in no way am I um, supporting what he did or trying to say that it was okay or uh, illegal or anything like that. Like that that's not, that's not the, the point of this. I just wanted to give them an opportunity um, to, to tell their side of the story, maybe explain what it is that they did. And, uh, you know, I guess it's, it's, it's this lesson that I've learned in life that uh, when you find somebody stuck in a hole, you know, or like in a ditch or, you know, they're in a bad situation, you know, throw them some rope, you know, and, and that's the humane thing to do. You know, that's, that's the kind thing to do. Throw them some rope. Uh, whether they use that rope to pull themselves out of their situation or to hang themselves, that's on them. You know, so, you know, it, it, we had our conversation. It is what it is. It's recorded. It, it's edited. It's ready to go out. Uh, it, it, I didn't change the, 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 I didn't really change anything. I just inaudible parts. I, I clipped out, you know, I, I didn't change what somebody was saying or the, or the tone or anything like that. Uh, that conversation is what it is. Uh, it's up for you as a listener, uh, as a human being with a working brain, uh, to take all that information in and decide for yourself, uh, is, is this person pulling them out of a hole or, or are they hanging themselves? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, it's one thing to, it, it's impossible to try and, Assume to know what's in somebody else's mind. Uh, it, I, I, it, it'll just drive you crazy trying to do that. And, and half the time, more than probably the majority of the time, you're, you're not going to be right. If you're trying to figure out what somebody's thinking or what their motives are or anything like that. Uh, for me, this is just my personal experience and the way I prefer to live my life is I will just directly ask that person. You know what I mean? Like, And then they can tell me what it is they have to say, whether it's their explanation or their excuses or their defense or, you know, they, they they tell me their story and being that I have a working brain and, and, a, and a heart and a gut and an intuition, I can listen to what they have to say, process that, process, process that in my mind and determine if they're full of crap or not. You know, if they're telling the truth, if they're sincere or, you know, if, you know, it, you have that ability is what I'm saying. So like, I'm not telling you what to think. Uh, I'm not telling you to believe this person or, uh, trust them or uh, hate them or love them or anything like that. I'm, I just wanted to have a conversation and get all the facts out there, uh, hear both sides of the story and maybe try to uh, uh, kind of understand some motivation and some reasons. And, uh, but more important, we'll take a look at the actions because that's, uh, you know, you can say all, all you want in the world. What matters is what you do, you know? So uh, that way we could, we could look at the actions, hold somebody accountable uh, and, and move forward with an understanding that, you know, that this is what you said, this is what you did. Uh, are you, are you going to do something different? You know, are you going to, are you going to continue the same pattern of behavior? Uh, or, or are you going to be better? You know, when sometimes when you know better, you do better and, uh, you, we make mistakes and I, I just feel like we should be, you know, understanding and forgiving and at least give people a second chance. <laughs> like, like, but that, that's just me. So that's the point of this podcast, throwing the dude a rope. And uh, what he does with it is is up to him. If he wants to pull himself out, then good. If he wants to hang himself, uh, then then that is what it is. And uh, and again, I I I had the conversation. 
and I just edited it and listened to it all over again. And, uh, and, and I'm still like, you know, I, people make stupid mistakes, I guess is, is what I'm saying. So, um, I just wanted to give him the opportunity to explain himself and apologize if he felt that was necessary and, uh, you know, and, and move forward from there. So, uh, with all things being fair in the world, uh, which it, I mean, the world's not fair. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, but I just kind of felt like we, we only heard one side, uh, one opinion and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like, uh, I, this, is, this is in reference to uh, Tom Moran's podcast and, and, you know, I say it multiple times in the podcast. I have the utmost respect for this man. Uh, very knowledgeable, very respected good dude all around. Um, there is one, uh, aspect of what he does that I have issue with on a personal basis, mainly because I've been the target of it. Uh, you know, he, he didn't like one of my videos and kind of ranted about it in a podcast once. And when I listened to this podcast, I kind of, I, I, uh, I, I had some empathy for what Dustin was going through. You know, maybe if I hadn't had that experience of being on the receiving end of, uh, an angry podcast, I wouldn't have cared <laughs> been like, yeah, let him burn. He, he made his own bed. But uh, I, I know what it's like to kind of be on the receiving end of something like that and have public opinion shift on you and people get upset and send you nasty messages and having really no means of responding. Uh, you know, because at the time when that happened, I, I, I probably had less subscribers, definitely less views than Tom, didn't have a podcast. And, uh, you know, I even like I recorded a video, made a thumbnail, uploaded it, and it was my response. And then I was like, this isn't really going to do anything but perpetuate an issue. So I'm just going to let it go. Uh, but when, when this happened, I, I, I think there was just a, that part of me inside, uh, that kind of felt bad that this was happening. And even if he, what Dustin did obviously was, was not cool at all. It was, it was very damaging and potentially very harmful, not to mention illegal. Um, I, I just, I still felt, uh, that I don't know. I just, I, I felt like even though I disagree with everything he said, I, I should at least bring him on the podcast and tell him to his face. I disagree with it, uh, that, that he screwed up, um, and that it wasn't cool what he did and, and give him a chance to respond to a lot of these allegations. Because the only thing we know for sure is that he listed these species on his website as hobby forms to try and find a loophole. Uh, we don't really know why he did that. Uh, we don't know his motivation. If it was, if it was, uh, just, he didn't care about the hobby. If he only cared about money, you know, that's, that's all inside that man's man, brain. And, uh, all I can do is ask him to tell me what's in his brain and decide whether or not I believe it or not. And my thoughts and feelings and opinions really don't matter. What matters is what you think. Uh, so listen to the podcast, listen to what he has to say and decide for yourself, you know, whether this is a horrible, terrible person that deserves to be canceled and never seen from again and cast out of the tarantula community, or if, um, you know, just a dude that made a mistake and did something stupid and, you know, you're willing, you know, maybe to give him another shot. I, I don't know. That's up to you. I'm not going to try and influence your opinion at all there. Uh, I got my own opinion, but you know, whatever. So yeah, that's it. Uh, selling banned species and uh podcast kind of, uh, attacking them. And like I said, uh, Everything Tom said was true. It, it is illegal. It is stupid to try and and work around that. Like that, <laughs> that's one of the species. They're very clear about the fact that it, it, it can't happen. Uh, I personally, I just kind of felt like it crossed a line towards the end when it's turned into these personal attacks. And uh, that that is that is what in, 
kind of inspired me to even reach out to Dustin and be like, hey, I, I want to hear your side of this situation. And I figured if I wanted to hear it, uh, maybe some of you all did as well. So that's why I was like, well, let's record it. We'll put it out there to the public and we'll let them decide. So that's that's what I'm doing here. And, uh, you know, like I said, this is not, uh, this is all drama and stupid bull crap. So, you know, if you're not into that, you just want to hear about science and tarantulas and, and fun reptiles and stuff like that. This, this isn't the podcast for you. You know, don't, don't feel bad. You don't have to listen. Uh, this is just uh, me and Dustin having a conversation about how we screwed up and what he's going to do to uh, do better moving forward. And, uh, and, and yeah, so I just, I wanted to be able to try and, and, and put a little civility into this situation. Cause you know, people get really nasty online. And like I said, I know a lot of people have no clue that this has even happened. You know, if you're not in that little, uh, echo chamber, if that's, if that stuff's not popping up on your feed, then you don't, you're completely unaware that this even happened. Cause it was like, uh, it, it lasted like two days. You know what I mean? It was like a flash, but apparently it's still kind of being perpetuated. And then I don't know, I don't want to get into all the politics of it, anything like that. But yeah, but but I was I was saying at the beginning you know, there there were a lot of people that reached out to me and were concerned that I was giving this person a platform uh, that I was speaking about something that I I mean I'm not a lawyer I'm not a breeder I'm not a dealer I I don't have intimate knowledge of this stuff and 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 I say that all the time <laughs> I'm not an expert at anything I'm not an expert at cameras I'm not an expert at tarantulas I'm not an expert at science I I have no degrees or you know I just I just got my experience as a hobbyist and this is fun for me and I like to have fun and share my fun and experience with you guys. Uh, so yeah, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know the legalities of this situation. Uh, and, and a lot of what I was doing in this was just listening, you know, letting him tell his side and explanations and, and using my brain to, 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 you know, process it, (laughs) figure out like, uh, is that the truth or is that bullshit? You know? So that's, that's your job is to, is to figure that out. And I, and I know that some people are just going to be upset that I gave him a platform to respond at all because, you know, they, they just want uh, they just want vengeance. You screwed up. We want you canceled and out of here. And I just, I, I just cancel culture, you know, in, in a lot of instances doesn't sit well with me. And, and I didn't want to be part of that or at least be part of it as far as being, just, just showing in action. You know, if I had the, the ability uh, and the opportunity to maybe kind of level the playing fields or at least get all the information out there, uh, then, you know, that, that would, that would be a good thing. Not for just, I mean, not for me at all, actually, <laughs> this is a really bad idea to do a podcast on this. <laughs> I should keep my nose out of it. It's none of my business. I'm not involved. Uh, and, and, and it's really dumb to do this. I understand. I just, uh, I just, you know, I kind of just, I felt bad about the whole situation and, and wanted to, uh, you know, just try and, and be civil and be a community and have a conversation instead of just attacking somebody, uh, opening up a dialogue and, and hearing their side and, and rebutting and, and letting people make a decision based off all the facts, not just uh, one opinion uh, or, or one instance, one mistake. So um, that's, that's the whole point of this podcast. And uh, I've already talked probably a lot longer than I should have. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking and we're just going to go straight into the podcast. And uh, yeah, I tried to keep it, upbeat and, and entertaining to listen to while talking about some serious, uh, issues. So yeah, don't mistake my brevity, brevity, uh, for, uh, you know, the, the, don't, don't think I don't care. I'm trying to make a joke of it because it's a serious situation. Uh, I just, you know, I really just wanted to kind of get at the, the truth of the matter. And, and I feel like sometimes when you're just being friendly and, and cracking jokes and, and it, it, it makes it a lot easier for the truth to come out. Um, at least in my experience, so yeah, serious issue. Don't 
buy or sell these five species across state lines. That's that's a, if you're in the U.S., just don't do it. That's that's a bad idea. And uh, if you see somebody do it, call them out. I mean, I'm not saying try to get them canceled. Maybe you have a conversation with them first, and then from that point, if if you know they, they don't do the right thing, uh, then you then escalate it. But yeah, I, I just think that we should treat each other with um, you know some compassion and understanding and just kindness. I don't know. That's that's like super hippie stuff. But, uh, I guess in my old age, I am I'm becoming more and more of less and less punk rock and more and more hippie. So I don't I don't know what that what that says about me. But anyways. Uh, let's just let's just jump right into the podcast. All right. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. The tarantula court is now in session. All of those who have cause to please, please draw near and you shall be heard. God save the United States, the tarantula hobby, and this honorable podcast. Welcome to the Exotic Pet Collective. My name is Richard and we've got an exciting show today. Uh, I was actually trying to take off an entire month, um, you know, before going into season two, I guess we'll call it. Uh, but some stuff has been going on in the tarantula hobby, and I really felt like we needed to uh, do a podcast and cover it. So I kind of pushed back my other podcast, and I'm, I'm jumping in a week early uh, to sit here and 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 talk about tarantulas and the hobby and dealers and illegal species and and all that fun stuff. So we're going to welcome to the show. Um, I guess we'll we'll just say the the center of the controversy that's going on right now, and we're we're gonna we're gonna hear his side of the of the topic because uh, I feel like that has not been able to get out to the public. Uh, so welcome to the podcast uh, from Simply Spiders, Dustin. Hey, how are you guys? Doing well. How are you, Richard? <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, being willing to come on the podcast today. Uh, I know it's been a little crazy on in your world, and I've had some crazy stuff going on today as well. So it's, it's <laughs> awesome to finally get connected with you and and have this conversation. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to come on here and uh, just clear the air with things. Uh, I kind of yeah. just was going to just start off and kick this all off. Uh, talk about how like this whole process began. Uh, I got some spiders yeah. from a friend of mine. Uh, I decided at well, that well, point in time. Before this, you jump in there, yeah. Before you jump in there, let's let's just give a little bit of. Uh, I don't even know what the word is. Uh, before you go in on to your side, let's just fill people yeah. in that may not even have any idea what the heck's going on here. Oh, got you. <laughs> you know okay. I mean? so, yeah, um, absolutely. I figure like, uh, I mean, you've already kind of been subjected to a kangaroo, kangaroo court. So I figured we'd give you the opportunity to address these charges publicly, I guess we can call yeah. it. <laughs> and defend yourself in open court with a jury of your own friends, colleagues, and customers. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that opportunity because like not everybody gets this chance to to make try to just show why I did what I did for reasons why I did. Okay. But uh the reason so where, where every this, uh where, the, where this this all kind of came on my radar uh was I guess it was a few days ago. Um people started submitting posts in the Facebook groups and I started getting tagged in the Slack chat by some of the moderators and admins being like, whoa, what's going on? Uh, and, and there were there were people accusing you of selling um, banned uh, postalotheria species as well as wild caught specimens as captive bred, and and when we like looked into it just a little bit further, we saw that a lot of the co- posts uh, or the the accounts making those claims were fake accounts. Uh, they weren't even members of our group or anything like that, or they had just applied for membership, but their account was only like a week old or something. Um, and in most of the cases. And, uh, you know, so we were talking about it and I was like, you know what, let's not even, let's just cut through the bullshit. I'm going to go straight to Dustin and find out what's going on. 
You know, I'm going to look you in the eyes like a man and be like, hey, what's up? What's up? Because this is, this sounds pretty crazy. This is kind of out of character. So I sent you a yeah. message. We started talking. And then like the next day, Tom Moran came out with his podcast. Uh, and then just for like 45 minutes was, uh, I, I want to choose my words here carefully because I want to start other beefs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for but sure. But it, it was, it was a little catty in my opinion. Uh, and it was a little, uh, just one-sided, you know what I mean? Like it, it just, mm-hmm. it felt like he didn't have all the information, uh, and nor, it, but beyond all that, he didn't talk to you, which is, which, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of messed up. Um, you yeah. know, I, I did that video on, uh, the T Celadonia and I caught a lot of heat from people because I didn't go to Tom Patterson directly. And I'm like, well, I, I'm not asking Tom Patterson's permission to make this video. You know, yeah, was like, no, I did my sure. research. I looked up the laws. I talked to other readers. I talked to you. I talked to people that were involved in T. Celedonia. And the main reason I didn't talk to him, and we've discussed this before, is because he is in the middle of a legal battle. And what lawyer mm-hmm. in the right mind is going to let their client go out making statements and stuff? He had uh, a legal, like a statement that had already been published, approved by his lawyer. I read that. I included that in the video. So I didn't see a reason to talk to him. But in a situation like this, I really feel like, you know, even a coin has two sides. So you, you got you to gotta, you gotta try to go for, for both angles. And uh, whether I agree with what you did or not, I think it's important to hear your side and talk to you about it. So uh, now that everybody's kind of caught up and know what's going on, let's, well, I'll turn it over to you so you can kind of explain from <laughs> your side how, how this all started and, and what's happening here. Stay with us. We'll be right back. What's all around you, almost everywhere you look, and makes your life better? Birds. Learn all about these beautiful creatures in this wonderful new podcast called Birds of a Feather Talk Together. Two experts guide two newbies on their journey to learn more. Mallard ducks, ivory-billed woodpeckers, Hawaiian honeycreepers, blue jays, cardinals, sandhill cranes, and more. Each week we discuss a different bird and walk away with a better understanding of the birds all around us. Oh, and we have a ton of fun doing it. Listen now. You're going to like learning about these birds. I guarantee it. Okay, yeah, I appreciate that. And what you said up to this point is exactly right. Um, This all started because I had got some pokies from a friend that I knew these spiders had been in the hobby that this person had bred for generations and generations and generations here. Um, And when I got them from my friend, uh, I just thought about that. Some of them were P. Ornata and P. Smithy. And when I grabbed them, uh, I thought about like how inbred the hobby has been for years and years and years. And this is literally a lot of people I'm finding out don't know this, but when pokies back in the day, like we have a lot of information right now that we didn't have back then. People were unintentionally breeding stuff they shouldn't have, and it th- slid through the cracks. There's numerous people who buy pokies and get a sort of hybrid. I've had it happen in my collection. I know numerous keepers that have had it in their collections. And this just happens over generations and generations of these same spiders being bred and bred and bred. With that knowledge I had, I looked into the, the law, and I the law is meant to be interpreted, you know? So I looked into the law, got my basis opinion on it, and then I had to contact Fish Wildlife Services anyways over an import matter. So when I was there, I talked to the agent, and I asked them, like, if these are potentially, like, for through generation and generation, and there's no way to prove that what you have in the wild, the wild-caught images, is exactly what we have here in the wild, or in captivity, I was like, can these be sold across state lines? And they straight up told me it was a gray area, but they're not enforcing the matter at this time. 
you know? So I just took the information that I learned by doing my research and then taking the opinion of what I thought was, <sighs> it's so stupid because it was first a joke. Uh, I, it was a mystery box that I sent somebody the, up here, not in Peace Smithy, just thinking to hook them up, you know? And it was posted in a Colorado group where I wasn't even a part of. And it's caused a lot of crap between a like a, a small group of people and they started talking behind my back about it. So what I did was as a joke, turned everything hobby form on my page. Now, as a joke, it was funny because a lot of old head people know that this is a, this is a true statement. Like hybrids happen. They do like, especially for spiders that have been here for generations. And uh, it just kind of came a big thing, but it was true. So I wasn't going to take it down or anything, but I didn't realize that this would turn into something like this. So once I got done with fish wildlife services, I had to make a decision. I was like, I'm not trying to screw over the hobby or like nothing like that. I just made a decision for my business. Like they, this is a super gray area. I'm just walking a thin line with people. It's just to get this whole law was meant to not prevent people from poaching in the wild. This was not meant for captive red species that have been in the United States for years and years and years. You know what I meant? But it is a law, but there's always a backdoor gray area to it. I could have done them as freebies or of course, or whatever. I mean, I was just putting them on the site Two, It's literally 18 spiders and two species. Okay. So I did this. I made my decision, whether I was right or wrong in that decision, I made it. And unfortunately it, it pissed off a lot of people. And that was never the intention. My, my, I think there's a huge lack of misunderstanding on many aspects of how this all plays out. Pokies yeah. have been along in this hobby for a long time. Hybriding has happened. When imports come in, uh, especially back then, like when when spiders were coming in, just different names. You ever go to a reptile show and you just see like big purple avic and stuff like that. People sure. breed that spider with something. They just, oh, it's a mature male avic. They don't know anything about anything. So in the early stages of the hobby, people were mistakenly pairing stuff all the time. When they come in as like deep pentaloris, they're just bringing in a large group of field collected deep pentaloris. There could be locale variants in there and stuff. Like interbreeding just happened. So it came started as a joke, but it was actually more so left on there to educate people that like, you really don't know where your spiders are coming from. Now on the legalities of things, it was just a great, a gray line. I was walking in. I understood that. I don't know if that was right or wrong of me. I did change it on my website just to stop the drama because that's not what this was ever meant to be. Um, but I have to admit the problem I have with this whole situation is nobody ever came to me. Not one person in yeah. the hobby. I had three, three people who would be considered uh, two breeders and one seller, you and another breeder came to me and asked me about this situation. I've never heard from anybody else. Not one person tagged me in one thing. I keep my life very open and opinionated on Facebook. I'm a very social media friendly person, but no one informed me, nobody publicly, nobody would say my name in any podcast or people would voice their opinions, but not one of them came to see why I was doing what I was doing. I was told specifically that, uh, Man, that's crazy. That I was told specifically that I was doing this for the money, that um, I'm greedy, that people want to see me fail and I need to watch my steps. Like, this is way too crazy. Like, when, when did the hobby become this? What I was doing was basing uh, an opinion 
the facts of the matter is it's a gray area. It absolutely is. And everybody can attest to that. It absolutely is. Go read the law. I shouldn't have to do the research for everyone. You know, there's a reason you can't just go on YouTube, watch a video and believe what you want to without doing your own proper research. You have to get in there. You have to make your phone calls. I took care of what I needed to as a business and I made my decision. I don't think people realize like this is my livelihood. I put my heart and soul into this every single day of my life. Like to have somebody question my judgment or character on that or my integrity blows my mind. I have always 100% made sure this hobby was taken care of. And if one person would have came to me and tried to prove me wrong on this issue, it wouldn't be an issue and it would have never blown up to this. It was literally one day after I had done this that that podcast came out. How are you going to get appropriate amount of information in one day? And I was never even talked to me. And I didn't want to bring up Tom's name in this, but me and him have never talked before. Not in the whole entire time of my hobby. We've never talked. I'm more disappointed in the fact that he didn't come to me first and see my side of things and show me educationally where I'm wrong in this issue. He came at me in a totally inappropriate manner, I felt. Personally, other people may deal with situations differently, but that's not how I deal with issues. I, uh, I would definitely have came to him first. I've been very public. I've, I've dealt with the issues. And you're talking about earlier the uh, whole reason this started. I have a personal life too, guys. Like, I really do. Like, I'm not just Dustin from Simply Spiders. I don't. I Lots of stuff in my past. I've had relationships and stuff that didn't work out. And people hate for pure purposes of hatred. They hear one thing. Like I've given everything to this hobby. They heard this one podcast and I'm getting like pitched forks and or pitchforks and stakes at me. Like yeah. I've done everything I can to make sure that and if one person, that's all I'm saying, if one person would have came to me and said something. But instead it was everybody voicing their opinion. That's all this matter is is a is a how you interpret it. It was never done for well, the money. I mean, you think I care about yeah, sorry. You, Go ahead. You really, you really, you kind of stepped in it though. Um, you, you yes, I did. The uh, the tarantula mafia, and they came after you. I mean, it's yeah, it's not the first time that's happened, and I've even been yeah. on the wrong side of that before. You know, you, you say you use one word out of place, or uh, you know, you, it, there's there's a lot of different ways you can offend this group of people. And as uh, man, <laughs> I'm walking along, buddy. No, I get it. It's a uh, you know, it, it doesn't take much to upset them. And then mm-hmm. they kind of, they, they, they essentially turn on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they will try to rally their base uh, to, for a lack of a better word, their, their followers and stuff like that. And and they'll Absolutely. say things like, um, uh, well, I mean, just, just an example uh, of what I'm talking about. Uh, and we'll just, just kind of get your reaction from this and, and we'll move forward. But it, it's, it's this kind of like uh double speak, that bothers me. And again, I don't consider myself the morality police. I, it, I mentioned before how it bothers me because I'll, I'll hear this stuff and then I have to decide what to do. And there's sometimes I hear stuff and I'm like, I'm not talking about this. It's not my place, but yeah, it, I cut off a little sooner. Than I thought it was going no, to. You're good. <laughs> it, it's the, it's, it's the fact that this was such a big deal that it needed to be addressed immediately without a lot of research or investigation into the topic. Uh, while other similar situations have gone by uh, from that group of people, just they, they don't even talk about it. You know what I mean? They pretend mm-hmm. like it doesn't exist. You know, like I can't, I can't, I can't even remember how long I was waiting for someone like him 
or some of these other people to, to come out with a public statement about the T. Celadonia issue when all, all that was going crazy. You know, and I was catching a lot of heat from some breeders and dealers uh, just because I was associated with somebody they didn't like, you know, another business that they weren't fans of. And, and a lot of that anger and frustration and trolling and insults. And I mean, just, just a lot of stuff was directed towards me. And I hadn't even said or done anything. I was just like, in fact, my whole stance was we're not getting involved. You know, like mm-hmm. we're not going to let you post um, that you have these species for sale on the Facebook group. That was pretty much it. And from that, all of this anger and frustration came and nobody was saying anything about it. And then as soon as I said, finally put out a video, um, it started catching a lot of crap from people. <laughs> it's like, okay, whatever. It, it's, it's out there. It, that's what I learned through my research and from talking to other people. That information's out there. If you disagree with it, it's on you to mm-hmm. create a video or a podcast or some other kind of content and go after it. But it really seems like there is a group of people uh, that are, you know, they're friends, they've been in the hobby for a while, whatever it is. Uh, I like to refer to them as the tarantula mafia, <laughs> the tarantula elite. We call it, me and Derek here call it mob mentality is what, but and yeah, I understand. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It, it, somebody gets upset and, and they, they voice their opinion, which they are totally 100% allowed to do that. That's, that's their platform. That's their opinion. They can say whatever the hell it is that they want to say. Uh, the issue is uh, when you're, when you're, uh, you're saying I'm not the police, but then acting like the police. You know what I mean? When you're saying mm-hmm. I'm not an authority, but I'm going to tell you what you should do and how you should feel about this. Uh, yeah. You know, or, or I think what really bothered me was just the fact that, uh, and, and, and I, I think I've already said this, if I haven't already, like a lot of the points that were made in that podcast, I agreed with, you know, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't so much, it wasn't the, the nature of the argument that I had a, a problem with as so much as it was the, the, the way that it was, it was uh, a relay. You know, and I understand people get up in their, their feelings, they get emotional, uh, they get upset, and, and they, they just start shooting off at the mouth. Um, but, but there were a few, I just, I hate cancel culture, man. I'll just be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I hate that idea that you step out Derek of line in last little bit and we're going to cancel you. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's so freaking frustrating to me. And it really pisses me off to see that kind of shit going on here in the tarantula hobby. All respect Absolutely. to everybody. You know what I mean? There, there's, there's some very... I don't even know how to, how to describe it. There, there's some, some dealers, some breeders out there that I, I hold in high regard. I think they do a lot of really good stuff. There's a lot of YouTubers and podcasters uh, and social media influencers, recall them, that I, I, they have a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience, and I, I hold them very highly in regard. But when it gets into this political cancel culture bullcrap, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm, not gonna, <laughs> I'm fed up with that crap. And, and I'm not going to just stand by and watch that shit happen without at least talking to whoever it is they're trying to cancel and have a conversation because nobody did that for me when I, they were trying to cancel me. You know, it, it, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's ridiculous behavior. It's, a, it, it's that, just that, I don't know, that Hippocratic, Hippocratic, Hippocrite. What's the word? Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. <laughs> I yeah, hypocrisy. I'm, I'm, I'm a, little, a little upset at the moment. But yeah, it, it just that whole idea of, you know, I, I'm not telling anybody what to do, but this is what you should do kind of crap. You know, I had same person mm-hmm. sent a ton of people to my YouTube channel to complain because I used the word dangerous, uh, referring to some species of tarantulas. And it's like, you know, it, I, I was upset because it's like, you, you could have sent me a message first mm-hmm. and we could have had this discussion like men, but you want to spend 45 minutes blasting uh, the choice of a word I used in a YouTube video to discredit me and try to convince people that I'm an idiot, don't know what I'm talking about. Like, that's fine. 
Uh, do what you got to do. But that in that situation, at least it backfired on him because <laughs> he didn't say my name or anything like that. All he did was get a whole bunch of people listening to his podcast, uh, going to Google and type up top 10 dangerous tarantulas and then click on links straight to my channel, which just shot that video up. Uh, you know, it fed the algorithm enough to get it fed even more in front of more people's eyes. And I was like, you know, it, I'm, I'm a little upset that you did that, but I can't be mad because you did nothing but help the video. So uh, kudos yep. to you. Uh, but I, I'm, I digress. Uh, I'm get off my soapbox here because I, I know you're good. And, uh, but so I just want to go back to how long did you have pokies listed on your website uh, from the band five species? Like of those five species, how many were you selling and how long did you have them on your website as hobby farm? Okay. So I was selling two species, 18 spiders total. And I had them on the website for two days. So this is a total of two days. It's not something that you've been doing for weeks or months or anything like that. No, it was meant as a joke off of the bat, but I left it on there because I know this sounds stupid, but like people believe whatever they want to, man, they never come to the source anymore. Like, uh, I was kind of left it on there because I felt that way. You know, I felt like a lot of the pokies were hybrided. So, I mean, it wasn't, and I could be very wrong on this whole topic. And, and what I did may be extremely questionable in some people's eyes. And for that, I, I do apologize. Like I really do. Like maybe what I did wasn't, the best of thing or the worst of thing or whatever. But what I just, I'm not wanting to put blame because I take full credit on my actions just because I made a decision that others didn't agree with. But if we're going to talk legalities of things as a hobby and stuff, we need to talk about the legalities of things. You hold one person at one standard, but let so many other people slide. We, we want to talk about the legalities of these ESA animals that have been bred here for generations and generations in the hobby about crossing state lines that could be potentially hybrided. Nobody showed me otherwise. That could be potentially hybrided just because of a time frame of them being here so long and misinformation of what was what over a period of time. This I agree all- with you, but I, I mean, I, I think in that situation, the burden of proof would be on you to prove that those are hybrids. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you know, that's, as... I, I'm sorry, go ahead. As No, you're good. As even hobby, we even sell Safusca as hobby form. It's okay. We can say, oh, this is a hybrid, but people want it in our collections. So we'll just label it as a hobby form instead of saying exactly what it is. It's a hybrid. You look at one lowland Safusca that's in the wild to a captive bred adult female that's been bred here for generations and tell me that it hasn't been hybrided. It is a proven, that's why we have hobby lowland, but the, quest, the second you question any other species that's been here for the same amount of time, it is automatically shut down. There is no way possible. And to be honest, it's because of the mentality of the people that are behind pushing whatever agenda they're having. This could have been easily resolved with my communication, you know? Yeah. But this turned into a, uh, I need to prove something to people and make, I don't know. I felt like I was, a, I'm a great guy. I think I do a lot for the community. I have a huge passion and a huge heart. It is my everything. And I would never go into it like intentionally screwing it over. And to have so many people like hear one bad thing about you and automatically you're seeing this horrible person because they they think you're doing a bad thing when they forget all the good you've done is insane to me by one person going online and making a podcast without even confronting me about any issue. No one confronted me. Like it's a mob mentality. It's these certain people who have personal issues with me from the past. I haven't dealt with most of these people in two years. 
there is a small group of people who just want to watch me burn over stupid, peddly personal stuff. It's like if they're if they're not controlling the hobby, it's not the way it's gonna go, you know. And like yeah. everybody has a say in this hobby, man. It's a hobby for a reason. It's a family, right. bro. Yeah, I, I feel you. And and you know, I think as, when it comes to the postlith area, uh, especially those five species. I mean, you said you only had two of them, and you only had uh, you know like. 18 or 20 or whatever uh, species that were even available. Um, like that wasn't really explained in the podcast. It, when I listened to it, it really sounded like you had all five of them uh, for sale and, and had sacks full. You know what I mean? Like you had hundreds yeah. of and we're making money hand over fist uh, retailing these. So I was like, how long has this been going on? It sounded, I mean, the, the way it sounded, it was like weeks or months. Like this has been happening. It finally just kind of, got into public realm where people were like, well, this isn't cool. Um, so yeah, knowing that it was only a few days. Uh, that's, that's definitely, uh, I don't know. I appreciate that. I'm glad to hear that. I guess that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. you know, but, but you're right and you're wrong at the same time. Like personally, I would not, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't step in the gray area when it comes to the, mm -hmm. but that's, that's, oh, I've, I've my learned my lesson on that one. Trust me. Um, I've learned my lesson. And and as questionable, I guess you could say, as it is to list them as hobby form, you know, like like we we could roast you on a spit for that, but we would also have to go back in time, and every dealer that had uh, what was it? It was uh, Gramistola Polkra overnight switched to Gramistola Quergi because instead of from mm -hmm. Brazil, it's from Paraguay or whatever. Like that whole debacle. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that was pretty freaking shady. You know, and, and it caused a lot of confusion. A lot of people were like, well, do I have a polka or a Kowargi now? You know, like they yeah. look exactly the same, but to avoid appear the appearance of selling a Brazilian species that, you know, was endemic to Brazil and te technically not legally allowed to be sold in the U.S., uh, as it seemed almost like overnight as a whole, everybody in the hobby was like, oh, all the polkas that we've had on our website for the past three years are now just Kowargi or whatever it is. And nobody freaking batted an eye on like, I was just like, well, that's kind of shady, you know, uh, the whole, yeah. what, what is the, the, the B, the, what is that? I can never remember the name of that damn tarantula, the, the Borneo neon blue leg tarantula, the Beru, you know what I'm talking about? The bur, uh, Samoxygorum Beruna, Berua bees. Yeah, that, that thing. <laughs> um, I mean, I remember reading the article when that was discovered and described, and then within a month was available for sale in Europe. And the whole discussion at that point was, it's a beautiful tarantula, but because it was illegally obtained from the wild, even though it's being sold in uh, Europe right now, it will never be legally allowed to be sold in the U.S. due to Lacey Act violations, essentially, was my understanding. Six months later, they're all over the market. I got two in my room right now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I am the epitome of hypocrisy. <laughs> don't, don't look at me <laughs> right. standard here, all right? Don't anybody get it twisted. Um, I am not a hero, <laughs> but you know, so I have two of them that, you know, and, and I think they're awesome tarantulas. I mean, glad that I have them, but I also know that ethically it's questionable. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of other people out there that are, are, you know, throwing stones or living in glass houses themselves. You know, they've got some of these questionable species in their collection. Uh, T. Celadonia is another one. I mean, the, li the list goes on. There's a lot, I mean, essentially from what I remember hearing, uh, and, and I'm not going to throw anybody else under the bus that I haven't already, but you know, there's a lot of talk that there's, there's quite a bit of Brazilian species that would also kind of fall into that. But we look the other way because they've been established in the hobby for a while. And 
Uh, it's, it's not a high priority. So it, even with it's really that, weird Richard, that where the line is for the outrage, you know, and like, I'll be mad about this, but I'm not going to be mad about that or that. And to me, it really appears that I'm not going to be mad about those questionable name changes or selling tactics because my friends are the ones doing that. I don't know this guy and he's doing something. He's, he found a gray area or loophole. So screw that man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm throwing him in the fire. You know, I mean, that kind of, yeah. I mean, it, Facebook went crazy. You know what I mean? Just some of the, some of the comments and posts. And I don't even know who originally posted that crap because I didn't recognize those names, but all the comments underneath it, people were getting really nasty, really fast, having no information beyond what was said in a post. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, uh, going back to what you were talking about, I just want to comment on that about like holding the hobby to a standard and people, uh, thinking what's illegal and what's not like, okay, I understand I made him, I could have potentially made a mistake here. You know, I, I can totally claim that, but if we're going to hold the hobby to a standard, what I was getting at like a while ago was there's people out there right now that we have been in, we've had the, the Lacey Act, the Brazilian endemic species, thing going on for a while now. There are people selling stuff that are well-known vendors that have endemic species on their list that have never been reproduced or anything that just have randomly popped up on their list. Like you're holding a stand, don't think that was imported legally, you know? Uh, You're holding people to a standard one person to a standard, but you're not holding the whole hobby. There's a a difference. Like if we want to fight the fight, let's fight the fight. But we're more just picking and choosing what battles we want to fight. You know what I mean? And who we want to fight them with. A lot of this whole issue was based upon personal issue, to, to be honest. Like a lot of this could have been easily talked out or understood over communication. But a lot of the main people that pushed for videos and stuff like that were people that I've had issues with in the past, bad dealings and stuff. These people have just been like this for a long time. And over time, you just learn people will hate to hate, but there's, it's sad when somebody uses such a large platform to attack somebody they've never even met before, who has no way of defending themselves. If this wasn't for you, I would never be able to sit here and, and try to give my side of the story, apologize for my wrongdoings and show that like, I'm not the person I was made out to be. I was called new. I was, I was called numerous names. The, the, there's hypocrisy there from what is posted online to what I have in private message. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting, uh, pushes from people to focus on what's not important so that it's distracting from what is important. And I don't know, I feel that's, uh, I feel if we're going to hold the hobby to a standard, hold everyone to it. If you're mad at me about trying to sell pokies or whatever that potentially could be hybrids across state lines, like make sure you're also like taking the steps you need necessary to hold your vendors accountable that have endemic species that have never been produced in the United States on their list right now. And everybody's totally fine with getting those and knowing they're brown boxed in and could be potentially smuggled out of the wild. We are totally okay with that because everybody wants them. But once somebody makes a decision and focuses on something, if the people are receiving these spiders, they're not going to poach them. They're receiving them from in captivity. I don't know. I think differently than some people, I guess. And like I said, I, I could have very well made a mistake. But if we're going to hold the hobby to a standard, let's hold the hobby to a standard. Let's not be hypocritical. Because I hear a lot of hypocrisy coming on from not just like from many 
many different areas I never would have expected. Um, I, I'm very blessed and honored. I have the greatest customers. 90% of my customers that have messaged me have been absolutely amazing and understood, gave me time to explain myself. Uh, a lot of fake profiles were made from company, a single company I don't get along with that uh, felt the need to go out and try to trash my name. So that's where this all originated from was in Ragnar Classifieds for uh, because of those personal issues and those fake profiles. And they have continued on doing as such. But I wasn't even going to go public with this, man. I just was like, it is what it is. Until the podcast, realistically, I'm like, I'm getting made out to be somebody I'm not. And I don't feel as a as a human, as a a dude that truly loves this hobby, that I was done right in that manner because nobody came to me. I felt very betrayed for from uh, uh, from people I thought were friends who could have easily given me a heads up or proof or something. Instead, they just ran their mouths. And I yeah. I've never been in a hobby where like mouth running has ever been okay, let alone been in situations where mouth running is okay. Just because you're on the internet shouldn't change the way you treat people if you were in face and wouldn't talk to them that way, I don't know why you would do that on the internet. Like, yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's something I've, I've struggled with ever since I uploaded my first video, like trying to figure out like why somebody would say something about me uh, in a comment or in a message that they would never have the balls to say to my face. Or if they mm -hmm. did say it to my face, they would at least be polite and civil in it. You know, like mm -hmm. uh, just something about the internet, that anonymity, even if your name's attached to it, just the fact that, you're in your own house hiding behind a screen gives you a little more, uh, you know, maybe some, uh, some, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be vulgar, but it, it, it gives you a, a more backbone than maybe you, you normally would have in that situation. Um, yeah. you know, and, and I don't know if you know this, uh, but I've always, one of my lifetime goals has been to essentially become, uh, the, the Oprah of the tarantula hobby where people mm -hmm. screw up and go on the podcast and apologize and, and, and do their little apology tour and, and mend fences, you know? So this is yeah. my, first, my first opportunity. You, I mean, you can awesome. you know, <laughs> call me Toronto. I'm just, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. But, but, but honestly, I, I think it's important to hear both sides of a story. You know, like, like, uh, you know, I was kind of joking around in the beginning when I was saying you, you've already been through a, can a kangaroo court, but you know, I, I was listening to this podcast uh, sitting on my, on my couch with, you know, my wife's playing some game on her phone, TV's off, windows are open. We're just enjoying the afternoon. I was, I was doing some work on my phone and saw the podcast was up and started listening to it because I, I enjoy tarantula content. You know what I mean? Like I enjoy his podcast. I, I learn a lot from his videos, like not knocking this dude's, uh, you know, educational prowess or value at all. You know, like I, I was listening to it. And I just found myself kind of getting more and more frustrated and upset. Like I, I was agreeing with them at first. And then the more I heard, the more I was like, well, this is taking a dark turn. You know, this is kind of going down a road that I don't think is beneficial to anybody, let alone, I mean, much less the hobby. You know, like I think that's as detrimental to the hobby as some of the other things that have been going on. And when it was, when it was done, I like I, it, the podcast was over. And I was just kind of staring at my phone. Like I need to listen to that again because maybe my emotional response was uh, making it seem a lot worse than it was, right? You know, because sometimes I get, I get all uh, excited and I hear things or infer in a tone that maybe isn't actually there. Um, and then my wife looks over to me and was like, who was that? <laughs> and I, was, I told her who it was. And, and she was like, is that the same guy that did a podcast just complaining about you for 45 minutes? And I was like, yeah. She's like, 
he really sounded like a jerk. I was like, okay, it's not just me. You're not even involved. You don't know anything that's going on here. And you, you were like, whoa, that was a, that was a little heavy handed and a little out of the side of your neck there. Um, you know, so th- there were some, some, some things in the, and, and I actually went back through the podcast and listened to it and was like, gonna, uh, you know, kind of d- take out little clips and stuff to let you respond to them. Cause I really felt like, you know, they, that was just a, a baseless ac- accusation or it, it could be a factual accusation. Uh, but then there was nothing but, um, you know, uh, opinions and, uh, speculation as to why this all happened. So I was like, instead of sitting here and speculating three or four hypothetical situations that may or may not be true at all, how about we just go straight to the horse's mouth and get the truth? Um, you know, so, uh, so, so if you're okay, I would like us to kind of work through some of these accusations and, and just kind of get your responses to like, okay, what was really going on here? Is that, that, yeah, that's cool? I, absolutely. And like you, you said, you're an, I use emotions very, uh, I'm a very emotional person, so I completely understand that uh, this whole situation was not the easiest or even sitting here right now is not the easiest to sit here and admit that maybe you were wrong or whatever. But uh, no, yeah, I mean, no. I'll do my best to answer these as best as I can. And and, and I, I do feel just for the sake of honesty and clarity, uh, I need to go back on something you just said and correct it. Uh, I, I did not mean to imply that I am an emotional person. I, I'm not an emotional man. I'm an angry person. <laughs> all the other emotions I don't have. I just am just filled with anger all the time. Been like that since I had hit puberty. And I've taken a lot of steps the past five, 10 years to try and uh, do through meditation and stuff like that, not be so angry. But man, sometimes like just, just, I'm just, a, just a full of anger. <laughs> like I always have been. So if something upsets me, sometimes I go a little too far and get too excited. Uh, so, so if that happens during this podcast, I apologize to you and anybody listening because, you know, I, I'm not a professional. I'm just a, an angry guy with a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to just spew hypocrisy and, and talking out of both sides of my mouth. But yeah. So <laughs> you, uh, the first thing I want to talk about, and I don't even know, I don't think he addressed this in his podcast, but it was something someone was trying to post in the group. And I was like, I don't think that's true, but you know, so we're, I'm just not going to get involved in the drama, but I, since since I heard it, and it's a rumor, I'm sure other people have heard it. So let's just let's just uh, talk about the gorilla in the room. Uh, do you sell wild caught phonopelmic calicotes? Okay, no. So I did have a group of uh, phonopelmic calicotes that came in from a buddy of mine, uh, but they were it was never discussed where they came from. And after that, I had never really contacted him ever again. But to be honest, that whole profile was not true. None of that situation had ever happened. That person's profile was made on January 21st. Uh, I've never dealt with that person. Their account says that they're also local. Um, but the problem is, is these fake accounts are coming because, and I'm not going to throw out business names or anything, but there is a local business that sells wild-caught animals that uh, uh, local people don't deal with or a whole lot because of the nematodes and parasites they've received and stuff. And this, this one vendor is the main pusher of all the drama of that I sit on. And uh, it's unfortunate that it's that way, but they're, they have followers too and followers make fake accounts or uh, this vendor was even proven the he was the one that made the account that started the drama kept feeding into the drama they he admitted that to the uh admins there it's all just personal stuff it wasn't really uh 
that was a complete lie on that part, though. I don't know any fomenopelma issue with this woman. I don't even know her. I don't even know the situation. So, so let, let's uh, unpack that statement for just a, just a moment. Um, so these fake accounts were created. And what you're claiming is these were fake accounts created by a, a rival business with the, the, the intent, the expressed intent to slander you and, and kind of just say negative things about your business. So they uh, posted this stuff to a few different Facebook groups, kind of got the word out. People got excited. They got, uh, you know, they, they got riled up. And, uh, oh, you know, one thing Tom, uh, he was saying on his podcast was uh, just a whole lot of people were sending him emails and messages like, hey, have you seen this? And, you know, he, and he went to look into it. Uh, but I, I guess, and, and maybe, I, you know, I, I get resentments all the time because I have expectations that people will act ways that, you know, they, I don't, they have, I don't talk to them, so they have no idea I had this expectation that they're going to behave this way. But when they don't meet those expectations, and all of a sudden I'm mad at them. Uh, you know, it's just, I guess that's just uh, the human nature. Uh, but when we saw those, and when I say we, I mean like the, the admins and moderators of the Facebook group, the, the transatlantic Facebook group. You know, like they do a, they do a whole, they do all the hard work there. You know? Like I can claim no real uh, you know, credit for the success of that group. Um, but they, they saw that stuff. They alerted me to it. We looked into it. Uh, you know, we went and checked some of the posts out on the other. And it was like, I don't know who that person is. I've never seen that person. They're not a member of our group. I've never seen them post in any other Facebook. Like it just was like all of a sudden this person came out of nowhere with this huge list of complaints and, and Photoshopped images and stuff. And I'm like, this looks weird. And then we look at the profile, pull up their profile. And we're like, okay, this is obviously a shell account. Um, so this whole situation stinks right off the rip. Like maybe there's truth, to it, maybe there's not, but the, the way, like, it's not somebody that we know, uh, let alone, I don't matter if we respect them or not, just, it's not somebody that we know, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's a big hobby, but it's not that big. You know, you, you kind of exactly. get seeing the same people over and over again, making posts. And, and when we saw that, we we're like, okay, that, and that's why I sent you a message. Cause I was like, I don't know what's really going on here, but this seems pretty, pretty shady. So I was a little disappointed that. Just that little bit of looking into a situation, I could smell something was a little off about it. Uh, and it seems like some of these other people that got really upset and started blasting this stuff out online, they didn't do that due diligence. You know, like we're adults. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to know that not everything we read on the internet is going to be true. <laughs> like it, it is our responsibility to, you know, peek behind the curtain a little bit and, and see if there's any truth to the allegations. Now, in, in Tom's defense, he, he did go to your website and he looked. And he saw that mm-hmm. you did have two species uh, labeled as hobby form. Uh, I had all the pokies that- labeled. I had all the pokies labeled as hobby mm-hmm. form, not just those. Whoa. All my pokies on the website were labeled as hobby form. That's what a lot of people were very, very upset about. Gotcha. So, so it wasn't just the banned species. It was like any no. species of postal therapy. It was, yeah, it was a joke at first. You know what I'm saying? So it was, I listed all the pokies as, uh, as hobby form, just, I was trolling a small group of people. <laughs> probably should have done that. Yeah, probably, probably not because yeah, a large group of people don't have a sense of humor, man. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. When it comes to that. Yeah, and and, and I, I didn't see it. I'll be honest uh, with everybody listening. I, I I didn't see it. I, I went and checked the website earlier, but like today, but I guess you had already taken it down. So because right now, nothing says postal theory a hobby form on it. Mm-mm. No, it was changed yesterday morning after I received the the message from tom gotcha so you guys did end up talking 
Uh, no, there was no talking involved. I uh, I actually confronted him about the situation because I listened to the podcast as well, and he gave me uh, a very. I'm just going to be very blunt about this. It was a very hypocritical statement from him compared to what he was saying on his Facebook post that he was so shocked of what vendor it was and stuff. That is not at all how he portrayed the situation uh, to me. Unfortunately, um, I was told okay, to well, well, watch my back. That kind of plays into this clip here. Avoid sellers like this. Send a message. You know, that's the best way to do it. If they're not going to make money off it, they're not going to do it anymore. Uh, again, I want to make it very clear, not a personal attack. I don't know the person. I'm trying to figure out the motivations behind it. It's tough for me to not immediately jump to, I'm going to do this because I'm going to make more money, but maybe there's something else in there. But regardless of what the excuse is going to be or what the reasoning behind this little thing is going to be, it's, it's just not going to work. So that, that's what he said on his podcast. Yeah, not I heard what, it. Okay. So that's not what it, he said to you? Or I, I don't understand with the... With the, with the that's not at all what he said to me. I have screenshots of the conversation. Uh, I was told that I was doing this strictly for the money because I was greedy, that uh, there's people in the hobby who are pushing for me to fail. And then on his... Facebook page, as I was saying earlier, he was saying that he was shocked that it was the vendor that it was, which is me. But in that private message, he said that he has heard horrible stuff about my company and all these issues from people. But he also has never once brought these issues to my my attention. No one has. These issues have magically arisen out of nowhere. Um, these fake profiles with all these issues are, they're having are magically just popping up like dandelions, man. Uh, I've never been confronted with any of these. I Every single one of my customers and a good majority of the hobby knows my heart and my passion in this hobby. And they don't, that's not something that's out of character for me. That's not, I hold my integrity and my character and my business ethics at a very, very high standard. So um, it's very interesting that how that all just played out there too, you know, doing one th saying one thing publicly coming to me in a completely different form. And then after he made his statement, he never checked or responded to me. He or checked the messages that I had sent. I actually went back through last night and deleted most of them because I'm like, this is not worth the time of waiting for him to respond back to me. He just said his opinion. I need to watch my back basically. And then move on. Like it was, a th it was, you saw that I actually forwarded you the, I did forward you the message so that you could see what was said. And it wasn't a, it was more so a personal attack than anything than from a situation that he's never brought to my attention. I'm sorry. I just want to say this. Like I have no problem with Tom Moran. I actually think his videos are very educational. And I think like a lot of people have learned and put a lot of trust into him and uh, they really pour their heart and souls into what he does. And I think what for what he does, he's really amazing. At. I think there were mistakes made here on both sides and the appropriate way to handle them was never done. And uh, I'm not like dissing on Tom. This isn't a crap post on Tom. This is just a reality of the facts of the matter. And if the situation was handled much differently from him, I don't think I would be sitting here right now because I never would have went public. Yeah, I mean, I um, I, I agree with you. Uh, as far as like, I mean, I definitely think that, that Tom as an educator is an invaluable resource to this hobby. Mm -hmm. And anybody that's not subscribed to his YouTube channel should be subscribed if you're keeping tarantulas because there's just, there's a whole lot of really good information there. Uh, you know, and, and most of the time his podcasts are full of really good information as well. It's just these, uh, this particular type of podcast that he does occasionally that, that it seems off color and, and out of character form or maybe, I, I don't know. And again, it, 
we're in America. You can say whatever the hell it is you want to say. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like do your, you know, spout your opinions uh, or whatever it is you want to say on your own platform. That is a hundred percent, you know, cool. Uh, well within your rights, but it's also well within everybody else's rights that has an, a, an opposing opinion or maybe just wants to have a more fair dialogue to do that as well. And that doesn't mean anybody's trying to discredit you or anything like that. It just means we disagree on either the, the content or the nature of, of something that, that was posted. And in this situation, I, I just, I just don't like bullies, man. I don't, I don't like people coming mm-hmm. out, you know, and, and, and not addressing a situation right up front. You know I mean? Not, mm-hmm. I mean, if I, if, if I had heard about this and was going to do a podcast about it, I would definitely send you a message first, whether I knew you or not. Like, hey, dude, this is what's going on. You got a statement at least, you know? Uh, or do you want to address the situation before I go out and make it public? Yeah, you know, it, it, it I don't know. It, it just, I, that's how I expect people to behave. And, and they don't always behave that way. And I get resentful. And that's, that's on me. That's my shit. Uh, but, yeah. you know, we were, we were so, so we, we know that, we know why the postal theory were listed as hobby forms. And you've changed that. Uh, you've actually even apologized for it. Uh, and moving forward, and you've also explained the the whole situation with Yafana Pelma, and and I have heard, I, you know, it, we're not going to get into the business of bashing other dealers, but I think I know who you're talking about, and they have had a lot of issues of their own, and uh, you know, it it it's it's not the first time that we've seen like this isn't a, a new behavior that we see amongst dealers like that. This it seems to happen a lot more than it probably should. Somebody gets mm-hmm. jealous of somebody else's business. And starts attacking them or, you know, doing, doing shady things to try and, and draw people from spending money there and, and, and putting it back in their own pocket. And it just goes back and forth. And I don't know, man, it's ridiculous, especially with the whole Facebook thing. Everybody going around reporting each other's business pages, trying to get businesses shut down. It's like, you know, like that's kind of pretty petty. That's pretty petty stuff. Like, you know, so I don't want to abide by that. And, and you did send me that screenshot. Uh, I don't know, I'm not going to try to, to dance around that. And I'm not saying that you're a liar or anything like that either. Uh, just my personal experience in life, I'm always a little hesitant looking at a screenshot and taking it at face value. You know what I mean? That's why I was like, well, I want to get you on record and actually say it. Uh, because it's, you know, I, maybe I've just dated some crazy girlfriends that have taken screenshots <laughs> and sent it to me. I'm like, wow, they actually said that about me? And then it's like, mm. no, that was edited. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, you know, so so... And, and that's, it's the same thing when I see somebody making Facebook posts that are and they're posting a bunch of screenshots of a conversation. It's like, yeah, I mean, like maybe that's true. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I was there. I didn't see it. You know, I show it to me on your phone in a video and I'll, I'll be a lot more apt to believe it than just a screenshot uh, because I know how easy that can be to change. But, you know, it's uh, so, so it wasn't his whole thing uh, in the podcast was this is not a personal attack. Uh, you know, and, and again, I am full of resentment and anger. So, you know, I, <laughs> I, I like I said earlier, it, it's not, it's not even so much that I, I, I'm not trying to defend or agree with anything you did. I just disagree with the way that the situation was handled by the other party. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it, I know you said you did it for a joke, but I mean, dude, you stepped in. You step in big public mm-hmm. shit when you did that. <laughs> oh, I know I did. Yeah, and you know, I'm the one thing. who's, I'm the one who, uh, I, I'm the one who needs to take responsibility for that. I'm like, absolutely, I know what I did, and uh, I even pushing those buttons, like it's like poking a bear. You know, I shouldn't even 
picked up the stick, but yeah. I have to admit, I did do it. Like there's no, there's sometimes you just, I'm human. I think people hold me to a standard other than like some, I know you get it because like people treat you like you're a celebrity. And sometimes people act that way with me too. And they hold me to this standard that I'm never going to be able to be in their head. Okay. I'm human. I, I have feelings and uh, anger issues and emotions and all kinds of stuff. Like it was just, I did not ever imagine that it would do this. And for that, my bad, I really am like, there's not more I can give than uh, I'm sorry. Like I changed it. I'm moving on. But I also wanted to educate the fact that, like, this is crazy, guys. Like, get it together. Why are we bullying each other? You want everybody talks about what's tearing the hobby apart or Fish Wildlife Service coming in here, taking your spiders and stuff. I'm like, first of all, you don't know how Fish Wildlife Service operates. They have hundreds of thousands of acres. They have all kinds of stuff they're doing. Like, you don't know the back history of that. You should educate yourself. But even with that being said, like, you guys are bullies. Like, you don't have to be that way for the thing that's going to destroy the hobby is the people's hatred. Like people can be supportive and caring and kind, and you can be humble. People can stay humble and learn and grow as they go. But when you just have spite and hatred for, for whatever reasons and feed into that, like it just gets worse and worse. That's not, the hobby's not going to die off. People can be, they have the capacity to be humble and understanding and compassionate. But very few ever actually are. And if they are, it's very sporadic. And maybe I should keep it on myself. I have the capability of doing that. And I struggle every day to live up to uh, being a compassionate, understanding kind of person. Uh, it, you know, it, and uh, you hit the nail on the head, you know, by saying people make mistakes. You made a mistake. You, you know, for whatever reason, you thought it was a good idea or a funny idea or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, and that doesn't even matter. What matters is that you took a, you made a misstep, you you made a mistake, you screwed up, and you're coming here publicly and you're apologizing and and you're saying my bad and it won't happen again. At least I assume that's yeah. what you're saying. Um, no, that's and, exactly and, what I'm saying. And that's important because I wouldn't be where I am today had I not made two decades of horrible, horrible mistakes that <laughs> I would be ashamed to even tell you all. And I'm horrified that one day people are gonna gonna find out about. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's part of me is like I should just 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 dump it all out there on the table so there's no scandal ten years from now. But it's also like I'm nowhere near big enough for anybody yeah. to damn about that. So what does it matter? Um, we all got histories. We all got pasts, and and we all make dumb mistakes. You know, and uh, it, I mean, my twenties was I don't think I had a good decision in my twenties at all. It was just. A uh, bad decision followed by a worse decision followed by an even worse decision that landed me, you know, in my early 30s sleeping on a park bench with like no friends or family or anybody, uh, not a dollar to my name. It was, uh, you know, it it, it just, it, it was just, it was a rough life. You know, and finally I had to be like, look, I'm making a lot of bad decisions. I need to, I need to turn this around because, you know, I just, you know, sometimes you're digging a hole and, and the best thing you can do is just put the shovel down down and stop digging you know like you're not going to mm-hmm. dig yourself out you're just going to dig yourself deeper uh you know and, and then in, in that situation you got to rely on other people to help pull you out of that hole you know like it, it, it and that's kind of what i want to do here is give you an opportunity to address these accusations that were made uh you know and and you know just kind of face the public and be like you know well, this is what's up you know, this is who i am and 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 we're going to move forward from from here on out 
you know? Mm -hmm. Cause I feel that way at heart, man. I really do. Uh, I, if you know me, uh, I've been a very open public figure in the tarantula hobby. I not only discuss tarantulas, but I keep my life very open. Uh, a lot of sellers don't publicly post uh, actively about their personal life on social media or whatever. But I do because I give my heart and soul into this. The person you see on my Facebook page is the person I am. Uh, the the I don't know. It's just I try to. There's no justification for this, though, man. You know, like it, it could have been handled way better in my on my behalf than putting these pokies on there and labeling them and, uh, as high hobby form and stuff. But I have to admit, I never would have imagined that a good idea or a bad idea. But I, I will tell you that the person that I portray myself to be on social media is is starkly different from the person that is mm -hmm. actually sitting here in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are that way, but that's not who I am. I try to, and I can get why people would think one way or another, but no, I keep my life open. Uh, I keep my, my opinions very opinionated. I, I really am not in this to bash anybody or hurt mm -hmm. people's feelings or anything. I'm in this for the people and the spiders. The The relationships I've developed in this hobby, man, are priceless. I am so blessed that you're a friend of mine, man. You came at, you came to me like a real man would, and you you found out information for yourself and you gave me an opportunity to come on here and admit my wrongdoings, you know, not a lot of friends, like, I don't know, bothered me because not a lot of people stood up like that. People questioned my integrity and my character and, uh, over two spiders, homie, like two spiders. That's, that's where I was kind of getting upset is that it, it, it was in one hand saying, I don't know who this person is. I've had no experience with them. But then on the other hand, they're a terrible person that's obsessed with greed and doesn't have a lack of moral character or integrity in them. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> you, know, you just said you yeah. didn't know the person. Like you're taking one isolated incident. It could be very egregious, but that doesn't negate an entire business and personality. You know, like, man, I couldn't imagine if, if, if I was judged on one bad, dumb thing that I did in my life. You know, like if that defined me, and the Tarantula Collective on on something I did 15 years ago, like it wouldn't exist, you know, it wouldn't be yeah. here. And and what really got me upset. And like I said, you know, there there is some good uh, application of cancel culture. You know, like I mean, it, like the Me Too movement for one, like that that was groundbreaking, amazing stuff. Uh, but like anything that's good, you take it to an extreme, and it becomes extremely bad. And I feel like this situation. Just, I don't know, man. Like, we're adults. We don't need to be doing this cancel culture stuff. But, but they, I want to play this quick clip uh, that really kind of got under my skin and upset me. I just want to get your your uh, reaction to it. I'm not going to say don't buy any spiders from them, although part of me wants to because this is this is not the type. My gut is telling me this is not the type of person we want dealing in the hobby if this is what they thought was a good idea. It's, this is somebody that's selling them that apparently doesn't get how everything works. Uh, it, but I'm sure there's enough out there in Facebook. You guys can find it out, figure out who we're talking about. And again, just express, you know, th this is not okay. This is not a good thing. We don't want this in the hobby. This is not this type of maverick vendoring or whatever we want to call it is just uh, there's no place for it in the hobby. It, there's this isn't by any means the first time something like this is going to happen. There was some sketchy stuff going on back with the Brazilian thing where people, you know, making decisions that they had no right to make. It just stop. Don't buy them. Don't support people that do this. 
hopefully again, and, and I am I saying boycott? I, I it's not my place to say. I I personally would not buy spiders from them now because I think that's ridiculous and I would never support anything like that, but that's my personal decision. But I definitely would not buy those species from them. Personally, I would wait until they stop doing this and then maybe buy some. I don't know. It's it's not my place to call that kind of thing out. You need to make a decision or you folks out there need to make a decision on your own about whether or not you want to support people like that. But personally, I it's just it would be very difficult for me to forget this. It'd be very- oh, bro, that's the mob mentality I'm talking about. Grab your pitchforks, bro. It was two species. And like somebody come talk to me about it, you know? Yeah. I, I'm not, I have 75 to 100 species on my list typically. We just got a sale, so inventory is bare minimum right now. Uh, but realistically, we have all these species. We're talking 18 spiders and two species. Like I am now burning at the stake because I put these on there. I just can't believe that, like, my character, I can't believe any word that just came out of his mouth from somebody who has never even talked to me before. Never once. That just blows my mind how, like, the whole time I was just laughing because I'm like, you're attacking me and you have no idea who you're attacking. You're attacking somebody who who's genuinely open-hearted about this hobby, who literally puts everything in there. Tom, you've never bought from me before. I never expected you to in the long run. I've been in this hobby for almost 10 years now, a little bit over even. So like, I just, it's not like that. It's not how... I'm not worried about whether you're that they're buying for me. I'm worried about whether what I'm doing is right for the hobby. Like you want to talk about how much I'm not focused on the money. I'm more concerned about how this would affect the hobby than it was the fact that this was even on my list. Like, well, I, I mean, had a pull <sighs> in his defense, not, not to cut you off, but no, you're I good. Like we, we owe him some defense here. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're two angry men that are just, you know, <sighs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, he did say, uh, it, you know, in, in that clip, I believe it, that I just played, uh, if not in the, within the podcast itself, that he had been, he, you know, he heard all these people saying all this negative stuff about you and about the situation. And, and, and I feel like I'm in a unique position, uh, to, similar to his position, you know, that there may be a lot of people out there that are listening and consuming this content don't really aware, are aware of, uh, but when you when you're making content and, and you're talking to people out there, you get tons of messages. You know, I mean, like my Facebook message uh, messenger is, I mean, it's, it's probably got like twenty or thirty messages a day. Instagram another twenty, thirty, forty messages. You know, twenty, thirty emails. You know, pe- pe- I mean, hundreds of comments on YouTube. I mean, it's just like I wake up and all I see are just just a, a long ongoing list of notifications of people that want to ask me. I mean, sometimes they're really good questions. Sometimes they're they're really dumb questions that I've answered in a half a dozen videos and, and hundreds of posts. And it's like, seriously, like you couldn't take 10 seconds to just look to see if I've already answered that a hundred times, but whatever. I, I try to respond to as many of them as I can get to, but it's very easy to get caught into an echo chamber. And we see this like all the time on, on and when it comes to politics and religion and stuff like that on Facebook, that all the posts that you're seeing, but, but it's worse, I guess what I'm saying in our situation, because all of the emails that I'm getting, all the messages I'm getting, are are just are about me and and ninety nine percent of them are what a great person you are and and what a value and an asset you are to the hobby and it's really hard to kind of stay humble and not start buying your own bullshit you know like not mm-hmm. stop believing your own hype and and it's really it's it's not difficult to go like I, I got five or ten messages about this topic everybody is talking about it you know what I mean like that jump is real quick because it's like it's hey if I got one message not a big deal. 
I get 10 messages, I'm starting to get a little annoyed. And, and it feels like, it doesn't necessarily mean it is, but it feels like everybody's talking about it. Everybody's sending you messages. And it's and in reality, it's probably the same 10 or 20 people that are, are always sending you messages about everything. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's not thousands of people. It's not tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. It's a handful of people that are just sending a lot of messages because they feel a connection to you. And, and, and they want to, they want to interact with you and, and keep you apprised. And, and I understand that. Uh, but when I heard that, I was like, I bet it's not thousands of people. <laughs> like, like it didn't say thousands of people, but kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, it was hundreds upon hundreds of emails. It's like, it was probably five or 10 people mm-hmm. that interact uh, on a daily basis that were like, Hey, did you see this shit? <laughs> You know? Yeah, I even I had that happen in the situation like there were multiple people that hit me up and like, to be honest, like you said, it's easy to get caught in like not answering them because you I answered every single one of them, every single one, every single person that messaged me. I did most of where my customers, my loyal customers and followers and stuff saying how much they appreciate me and stuff. But man, it's important to me to stay humble in this hobby. Absolutely. I don't know any, I don't know it all by any means. There's questions I have to ask Tom or different people on a daily basis that I don't understand too. And uh, that's, again, I think that expectation of somebody who we aren't, you know, we're just who we are. And like, realistically, it probably wasn't hundreds of emails because I don't think that works that way. I don't think even from my customers, how many people actually showed that they genuinely cared about this issue. They were more so like, I'm not knowledgeable enough to have an opinion about it. So, but they knew I wasn't screwing anybody over or anything. I've never once even, it's so confusing to me from that last voice clip he said, that's like, don't support somebody who's like this. I'm going to personally boycott them or whatever. I cool. Okay. That's what you want to do, but go out and ask the hobby. Like, I care about this hobby. I would never be like, I'm going to boycott this person. There's people I'd love to just throw out here right now, just, uh, 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 you know, and be like, boycott this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Yeah, but it's not like that, man. Like, I want the hobby to succeed in, like, boycotting good sellers over stupid misunderstandings. I think it's stretching it really far. And, like, if you think about it, the only thing that makes sense is there's personal issues, you know? So, like, I'm not going to sit there and, be like, oh, I, I was absolutely 100% right in this situation, but I'm also going to sit there and be like, this is not how you handle situations like this. I'm a good seller, man. I do, I give quality animals. We focus on captive bred species here, and I do my best to make sure that everybody is taken care of, you know? Like, I don't know what more you can ask from me. It, it, was, a, it was a reaction, not a response, you know? And that's that's just something that we learn as we grow is that if we react to a situation out of an emotional place, it's never going to be as good uh, as as having a level-headed response. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and uh, it, it and that that's that that happens all the time. Like, I'm not saying this is uh, something that is unique to this situation or to you or to Tom or anyone like that. Like, this is you know it's something that we deal with uh, you know on a daily basis as people, um, and it's something that we got to work on. Uh, you know, yeah. Like, that I got to work on. And I just, I just, I know how hard it is to not believe your own hype. You know, it's like, it's really hard when you have dozens of people sending you messages telling you these very positive things about yourself and that, that, that they really look up to you and they respect you and, st- and, and things of that nature uh, to not start believing that, well, I am the arbiter of the tarantula hobby. You know, like my opinion I is representative of the good of the hobby. 
and and I, I and it's not and again it's not just him there's a lot of people out there that are like that that are like you know that this is what how I think things should be and uh because I have a small audience or you know a, a million people <laughs> you know whatever your side you're you you begin to believe that you're speaking for the people like you're a duly elected official representing uh, a group and you know what's best for them and 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 that's not always the case you know like people have different opinions they care they have different priorities they care about different things i'm sure there are a lot of people out there who really don't give a crap if pokies are legal or illegal like <laughs> they don't want them they don't want pokies so they don't give a crap or uh they already have some or they want some i mean it, it, it's just it doesn't matter i'm not saying people should go out there and break the law i'm not saying that at all like that's not a good thing uh but i know there's a lot of people that just they could care less you know and uh it, the important, what I feel like is important in these situations is to educate people on why they should care and why something is wrong, uh, as opposed to just villainize somebody because they're not behaving in a manner that you think that they should behave. Uh, does that make sense? Or am I just like a madman? <laughs> no, I agree with you a hundred percent because that's how I live my life, man. Like, uh, I don't, I think everybody deserves an effort, opportunity to prove themselves. I take, uh, I believe in trust until you show me otherwise. Uh, I don't know. It's, man, the hobby's changed a lot in the last couple of years. And it's even, uh, it's definitely bigger. And you did your YouTube channel thing yesterday, your video, and I was watching it, man. And I couldn't agree more. Like the hobby's growing into a point but that's only going to bring a, a whole lot of more problems uh, ahead of that, you know? And uh, I just want to be a guy remembered in this hobby that like did his all and did what he thought was best for this hobby. Like, I don't think I was betrayed in that manner or given the chance to even express myself that like, maybe I did make a mistake. And for that, I'm sorry. And I just wonder how many other people are out there that didn't get the opportunity I'm getting right now. And their business is completely ruined because of them not being able to have a, a say in this hobby, you know, cause it is the truth. One person says one lie about you. You just saw how fast that fake profile one spread. Like it was like a wildfire. And, and I'm sitting here literally not able to say anything because how do you, how do you do that? I don't know. Like, you yeah. go in there like, oh, I'm going to justify all these lies. I can't justify these people's lies, you know, so. Right. I don't know. I mean, and it, it's it's hard to talk over a megaphone, you know, like somebody's blasting something about you. A lot more people are going to hear that than, than are going to hear your side of the story or see your post explaining the situation, uh, you know, and, and that's, it, it's just, that's just the reality. But, and I think that some people uh, like to pretend that they're not an influencer until it benefits them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like I'm not in this for the money or the cloud. I'm just trying to help people. Uh, but then I'm also going to go and use my cloud and influence to, uh, you know, change other people's behaviors, you know, and whether that's good or bad, I'm not saying, I'm just saying like, you, you can't have both, you know, like you are either going to yeah. use your platform to affect change and, and, try to better the hobby uh or 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 you're you're not an influencer <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. you can't say i'm not an influencer but then go and try and influence people like that that doesn't yeah. work you know like pick one it, it, either one's cool like there's nothing wrong with either one of them but but you got to pick one you can't mm -hmm. do both 
Uh, it's just not the way it works. You just sound ridiculous. Um, you know, and, and it's, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I, I am, uh, I'm just very frustrated by the whole situation because I don't like cancel culture. Uh, and, and I don't like one-sided crap. And, 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 and you know, but I also was like, Dustin, why the hell did you do that? Man? <laughs> like, no, like, I get it. You know, it, it's, it was, uh, it's one of those, like, if, if you, if you stay out of the picture, you can't get framed, dude. <laughs> You think I would learn this, okay? After years of years of just saying really dumb crap on my Facebook page, you would think I would, like, grasp this concept. But And the reality of things, this was a huge reality check for me. Like, uh, I think my intentions on this were a little bit pulled when it was that I was trying to run the hobby my way and everything. Uh, I don't think at all that was the case. Never my intentions in the first place ever. Uh, but I wasn't trying to pull over anybody's head or anything or do whatever. I just thought what I did what was best and accurate. That's it. Right. Well, but, rapid, uh, fire. rapid fire response to accusations. Yeah, but the whole problem is I shouldn't have really even been in that situation. They should have just stayed ESA on my website. I kind of... It was the lack. It was me making an emotional decision based off of a small group chat that led. It was like literally sparking the wildfire. Just okay, craziness. Just, just to set the record straight, up until that point where you made the change, and you know, for whatever reason, changed all, all the postal theory on your site to hybrids or hobby forms or whatever the hell it was. Up until that point, were they just uh, listed as postal theory or not available for sale anywhere in the U.S.? Since I've had my website, we've never had ESA animals listed on my website. Okay. So that was the first there was time. No, there was just, they just weren't on there at all. At all. No, I, uh, yeah, since I began the website last year, we just, to be honest, I just didn't have them. Like we weren't focused on breeding those projects and stuff like that. So it wasn't something I, I would have added them back then and put ESA on them back then. Uh, but I also feel we have a little bit more information and we have the telephone. It's a, a miraculous invention that you can call and pick up and get a ton of useful information from different people. And I did that and I just based my information off of what I, I heard, you know. But realistically, it wasn't nobody, meant for malintentions or... Nobody what? uses the telephone anymore, dude. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just like, I don't know. I, I may have made an absolutely big mistake, and I should have never been poking that bear with that stick. But to be honest, like, uh, it was just, just a mistake wanna, on my behalf. I want to paint an accurate picture here. So up until a few days ago, we'll just say, well, just, it's probably not accurate, but just for the ease of people understanding. Mm-hmm. Up until a week ago, None of the banned pokies were available for sale on your website to anyone in any state. They just, they weren't. No. Okay. And yeah. then a few days before all this blew up, you listen, put them on your website as mm-hmm. hybrids or hobby forms or whatever. The day that I got them, I did that, which was three days ago since it was two days now. So okay. it's been three days since this whole thing. Okay. And now this question, you don't have to answer because I don't want you to incriminate yourself, but did you actually? No, you're good. Hang on. You go on your website and buy a banned species and you mailed it out to them. No. I, okay. So somebody bought a mystery box and I included them in that. And okay. It's not incriminating whatsoever because again, uh, they're not enforcing this by any means. So it's not incriminating by, by myself. Uh, but they put a mystery box in it. You can say however you want to, people are going to find loopholes around every law. So you could just say that this person must bought a mystery box and I gave him those two freebies, but no, none of them have ever, none of them ever have been sold since this whole issue, this whole drama issue. Not one has left my hands since this. So 
Okay. Well, I, I do feel that I am obligated by law to inform you that the past three years of me creating this podcast, YouTube channel, Facebook group, Instagram has just been an elaborate front because I am a federal agent that is, this is a sting yeah. operation. You are, I was waiting, it, man. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, no, I just, love it. Cause we joke about it all the time. Me and Derek and my employees, cause people don't understand, man. We, we have a good idea of what Fish Wildlife Service's job is and everything. And let me tell you how not we're, I, and I, this doesn't justify incriminating doing illegal activities or anything, but how not worried about they are on single hand-to-hand transactions. Like, it is, uh, okay. there and is that, a that's, big that's fish opinion. to fry. That, that, that's your experience. That is, a, that is just a, my side. opinion, for sure. I'm on the other side. Yeah, I'm that is. extremely worried about it. Like, that I have, is my I opinion. nightmares that, because I have a Pionata that I got, I don't know, a decade ago. Uh, but I, I know it's, it's now a banned species. I have not moved it from this basement, but I still sometimes have nightmares that fish and wildlife will kick in my door just to confiscate my pee or not. Cause technically I, you know, even though I really had it, it's not happening. I know it's, it's not, not happening. happening and that's, yeah, it's just but, not happening. But you know, there, there were a lot of things that were doing in my past. I was like, ah, they don't care about me. And they kicked in my door. So, you know, yeah. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I think I am a little more hesitant to break the law than most people. I think. Absolutely. We'll I'll be fair and give you that. Absolutely. <laughs> I just know that fish wildlife service, I have a really good relationship with them, man. I've, uh, I stay in contact with them because I want to be a liable, a law abiding person, you know, when it comes to my business period, that's how it is. I have uh, an agent. There's actually a fish wildlife service agent that buys for me out of Texas great dude and really enjoy him so uh like these people know me they know my intentions i have to admit when i brought this up they said it was a gray area they never contacted me once during this whole process except for the one phone call that i made that i was discussing something else and this was brought up in topic and it was literally a sentence answer they gave me so that's all i based in my opinion off of was that so yeah i don't know if i've ever told this story on the podcast it's quick and it kind of applies but i just i find it hilarious and if you haven't figured it out till now, this is probably not a family-friendly podcast. I try <laughs> to keep all my content educational or at least family-friendly. I don't know how many times I've cost, but I've, I know that it slipped out more than more than a few times. And mm-hmm. I usually work really hard not to cuss. And I am working really hard to still not cuss. And those have came out. So you can only imagine the words that I bit my tongue on uh, just because I, I have a foul mouth most of the time. <laughs> Unless I'm around my kid. And I, I, I lock that, shit, that, that stuff down. But uh, yeah, so... So this is just a, this is just my my last experience with the feds was I, I don't even know 10, 15 years ago. How old am I? It was probably probably fifteen years ago. I was uh, at, at my house in my apartment, uh, hanging out with uh, my girlfriend and her friend who was a dancer who got off work like around four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And came over mm-hmm. to our house and we were hanging out and partying and, and doing you know the fun things you do in your twenties. And uh, it was probably, I don't know, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. You know, like, like we hadn't gone to bed yet, but the sun was up and there was a knock at the door. And, you know, at that time in my life, I had a lot of friends, a lot of people coming by, coming and going all the time. So I, I look out the, the little people and there's these two dudes, you know, about my age, a uh, little scruffy face, flannels, jeans. I'm like, I don't know who the heck they are. But now the first time someone I didn't know was knocking on my door, we're in a big apartment complex. So they could have been looking for a neighbor or something. So I open up the door. Dude looks at me uh, and very politely says, uh, is Jill, is Jillian home? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, like who's asking? And he 
lifts up his flannel shirt, flashes me a badge. He says, U.S. Marshals. And I like, she's sitting on the other side of the door, like six feet away. I kind of like <laughs> look over my shoulder and I was like, the marshals are here. And she goes, Marshall who? And as soon as she <laughs> kicked that door in, pushed me to the side, snatched her up and hauled her off. And that was the last time I, I saw that girl. That's hysterical. Oh, like, yeah. Marshall who? It's like, oh, crap. That's great. <laughs> I said that so you could run out the back. <laughs> You're like, use Marshall. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, man. Uh, that has nothing to do with anything. I just thought it was funny. But I love that now. I worry about when it comes yeah. to, you know, I was at a, a reptile expo and uh, this dude came up with uh, a, a T Celadonia he had bought, like in the parking lot, like a drug deal. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I mean, one, that's, that's, it's kind of dumb, but you did it. It's, it's happened. But now you're out here not only like showing it to people, you know, which, which uh, who cares, but you're like in trying to get me to record it, you know, like film yeah. it, put it on YouTube. And I'm like, man, I, I don't know you very well, but I like you. You seem like a cool dude. I don't want to get your name and face and, and right. talk about how you just illegally bought a banned species in the height of the controversy. Like, I'm not doing that to you, dude. I'm not doing that. I yeah, I kind of dug my, you know? I kind of dug my own grave on this one. I and I realized that, and I kind of had to put the shovel down and just drop it because realistically, it was never meant to be what this turned out to be. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it's very, uh, it's crazy that it turned into this. I never would have imagined, honestly. Yeah, and, and and I'm sorry that that this has happened, but I'm glad that you were willing to come on the podcast and at least tell us your side. You know, um, I know I got really angry uh, for reasons that had a lot less to do with your situation than it probably should have and more to do with mm-hmm. my own situation in the past that I've just been holding on to this resentment for a long time. But it, it was, I don't know if this felt therapeutic to me. I don't know how it felt. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to thank you again, because like you said, uh, even though this could have whatever reason this is being done, you know, uh, it still is giving me an opportunity to clear my name and like, I'm, I'm very thankful for that more than I ever will be just because uh, I, I want to do the hobby right. I really do. It's my goals and passions to be doing this till the day I die. So uh, I want to always have the backing and uh, do what's right for the hobby, you know? And I, I think that there was a lot of misinformation and a lot of just uh, assumptions made that weren't accurate. And like, I am blessed to have the opportunity to come on here and tell you why I did what I did, even though it seems to be this huge huge issue right now uh mm-hmm. i just want to well, make sure that yeah well let's just real quick just set the record yeah. straight just just as kind of a tldr at the end mm-hmm. uh, put, a, put a period on this before we wrap it up uh all right so we're just we're just going to kind of work down the allegations real quick yes or no answers or however you wanted to address it uh mm-hmm. but to start at the top do you sell wild caught specimens on your website no all right do you, I mean, you, if they are, they're labeled. We have before, like, they would be labeled wild caught. Okay. Well, I guess, oh, let me rephrase the question then, uh, because that, that maybe that was a little, um, I don't know what the word is, but, you know, you yeah, think no. the whole podcast and make videos would have a very intimate relationship with the English language and would just be able to pick up people <laughs> all over the place and not stumble over his own stupid rants. Uh, so do you, okay, let, let me rephrase it this way. Do you sell wild-caught tarantulas labeled as captive-bred tarantulas, intentionally Never. deceiving people? Okay. All 
So yeah, we'll clear that one up. Are you current? Do you currently have banned species of postlotharia on your website uh, labeled as hybrid that are available for sale anywhere in the U.S.? No, no, that has been taken care of. Uh, you, mm-hmm. but, but you did at one point have all the pokies on your website for a few days listed as hybrids. Is that correct or incorrect? Uh, as hobby forms, which essentially means hybrid. Yes. Okay. And, but during that time, you didn't actually have anyone place an order for them and accept cash and mail it out. No. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, just trying to. No, trying to I, I'm just, I have to be honest. We did a sale this weekend, but during that time, I don't think any were sold. So. Okay. okay. I haven't, I haven't looked over the sale records. We don't ship out till Wednesday. So, but I don't believe so. All right, we won't hold you to that one. Put, right. put it this way. Me, Even if there was, I will recanter them and I will issue refunds. Okay, that, that works for me. That's, that's, a, that's a stand-up thing. All right, so are you, a, are, you, are you filthy rich? Like, did you make a shit ton of money off of this, this little scheme you pulled past weekend? Absolutely. No, I'm just kidding. I had to. No, I did not. I was just teasing. Sorry, but I had to joke about it. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm not rich by even running this business. I live in my parents' basement. So. <laughs> That's my class. I live with my <laughs> I live with my best friend in my parents' basement. There you go. <laughs> All right. So so you're not you're not driving a Ferrari. Is a Ferrari still no. like is that is that a status symbol? I don't even know what the, like the cool car. You're not driving a Tesla, right? My last That's one cool. was a Hyundai Accent. It's more like a Geo Metro. <laughs> Should have just got a golf cart. I know. I should have just bought a bus. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> my mom drove. She had a Hyundai accent. She drove that thing 15 years, probably. I mean, like mm-hmm. it was it was a used piece of crap when she got it. I was like in high school. Her my dad yep. got it. And I mean, and she just like I just I bought her a new car last year. And it was like that was it was the same car that she was driving when I was in high school. I was like, Jesus. That's awesome. Mom. But it just got to the point, like it kept breaking down and it's like, all right, I was going to buy a new computer. Yep. I'll help you out because you did, you know, raise me. And, and yeah, <laughs> by no means am I rich or rolling in the dough or anything like that. Like I'm yeah. just an average guy doing, uh, running a business is expensive. No one gets rich off of doing this. That's not, uh, yeah, I mean, if they do, they got a gangster level game that I don't have. I just do this because it's a passion. Yeah. That's that's a weird thing that I, that uh, this misnomer in our hobby that uh, the, the people are very critical of tarantula dealers because they're only in it for the money. It's all about the money. Uh, they're very critical of YouTubers because they're only in it for the money. It's all about the money. Uh, and, and like I look around, I'm like, I don't see anyone making any money. <laughs> you know? no, like, it's, people are it's making insane. Living, but it's not even that comfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we make it, you know, but to be honest, like it's not... I, it's always blown my mind too how many people think that like oh I'm gonna get into tarantulas and make millions and stuff I'm like where I don't know like I I'm just uh it's yeah. not even like that like I just bought we just got a duplex you know what I mean like it's not even a real house it's a duplex like yeah. so yeah, I'm able to pay my bills but you know I mean my kids he's on his own when it comes to college that that boy better uh, get some scholarships because <laughs> dang right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Bitcoin really comes through for me <laughs> by that point, but Dodgecoin. Like, no, just kidding. You, you keep that crap meme coin out of this, right? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, but so 
so you're 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 not driven by greed. You're not an extremely money hungry, uh, selfish person. I mean, so so then I guess the only other option is that you just hate the tarantula hobby. Is that is that the case? Yep, that is Derek's laughing in the background. Yep, that's it. No, uh, no, I just I don't hate the hobby. The hobby has haters, man. Is what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, it's that's all it is. You know, you said something earlier, like I don't, I've, I've never seen a hobby that has this kind. Of, like they all have this kind of crap. All yeah. Whether <laughs> there's the guitar hobby or the snake hobby, there's always uh, people that think that that they are, uh, you know, man. I just there, one day. I will feel comfortable just letting my mouth say what it wants. I get it. <laughs> but I just, I, I, I'm not trying to burn bridges here. And and I know that whatever I say right now, tomorrow, I'll be like, I don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. this is how my mind is. Uh, yeah. Full of like very uh, dark humor and, 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 and anger. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. So you are, uh, yeah. So, so, so we, we you're not money hungry. You're not greedy. You're not trying to single-handedly destroy the hobby. Uh, you're just a dude, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're just a dude that loves tarantulas, uh, that is trying to sell tarantulas so that you can make a living doing what you love, even if you don't get rich doing it. And uh, well, you're not, I forgot what the other point was. But I mean, is that true? Or am I, am I off base? Man, to be honest, like the hobby, I'm going to be very honest and very personal right here. Uh, I'm very blessed to be able to do this. My dad has frontal lobe dementia and I stay home and be able to get take care of him. And uh, through this business, it has allowed me to do do as such and help my parents out in that manner. But uh, yeah, my, this is my life, man. Yeah, I mean, this ain't just a hobby to me. That really, that, that really adds uh, a whole nother level. Like when you I'm hear- not going to say don't buy any spiders from them. Although part of me wants to, because yeah, I mean, your business is, you're doing that because you have a, a sick father and, and you're able yeah. to take care of him and still make money doing this, something that you love. Uh, but you're also, you know, uh, it gives you the freedom of a schedule and, and to be, the, be at home. Uh, and, and, and I don't care. Even if that wasn't the case, we're in the middle of a, a freaking pandemic. Should you really be going out trying to destroy people's businesses right now? Like the unemployment is, is, is insane. You know, like, I don't know. That's just me. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pull any food out of somebody else's bowl. You know, I don't agree with them. You know, you, nah. it, it's much better to just discuss problems and, and, and not try and destroy uh, people <laughs> because you have a problem with them. Like what? That's what you, builds the community, man. That's it. Like all you do is have to communicate these issues and you can build a stronger and better community. We don't have to rip each other apart over misunderstandings. We just have to educate ourselves and be a little forgiving sometimes, you know? We need to realize people are human. You're human, I'm human, everybody's human, you know? We all make mistakes. But there's no reason for malicious hate speech or messages or none of that, man. I'm just a normal dude who's genuinely cried himself to sleep two nights in a row now because of this whole freaking situation and the hatred that I have been shown over it when I just made a mistake, man. That's it. Yeah. So you're, I, I, I don't, I mean, I know you, we have, we've had conversations over the past few years. I've I watched your business start and flourish, uh, grow, I guess is a better way. Flourish sounds a little, um, extravagant. For a trench, mm-hmm. but you, know, <laughs> you got chains popping up all over the country. 
not that's not the case, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I saw it go from a dude starting to breed spiders to having a website and and a lot of customers and and return uh, business. You know, like it it's it's always cool seeing stuff like that happen. Like I kind of feel like our growth uh, was kind of at the same time. You know what I mean? Like I was starting doing what I'm doing. On, you know, on my side of the hobby, you started doing what you're doing on your side of the hobby, and and we've kind of come up together. If that makes sense. Uh, I don't. I don't yeah. know. That actually lines up as far as time is, but it's how I remember it. And that's all that reality is, right? Is what you remember. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, something, uh, I just want to pin out, pinpoint something out. Like Tom in the private message to me did bring up the fact, he was like, how long have you been doing this? And I think you guys are giving me a lot more credit than I deserve. I've owned this business for two and a half years. I've never taken a business class in my life before this. I've never done anything like this in my entire life. Like every day I learn something new about this business on what to do and what not to do. This past three days has just been a lesson on what not to do. You know, uh, I just don't think it was a, any of it is uh based upon the business ethics that I have, you know, and I, I, I do believe it was around the same time frame though that we grew together. So. Very cool. Yeah. And I mean, you're right. Like we, that's what life is. We make mistakes. We learn from them. We admit to them. We, you know, we, we, we say, Hey, I, I screwed up and we move forward and we don't, we try not to repeat, you know, cause unaddressed behavior repeats itself 100% of the time. So if nobody calls you out on something that you're doing wrong, at least I'll keep it on me. If, if I'm doing something wrong and nobody calls me out on it, I'm just going to keep doing that because I don't know that it's wrong. You know what I mean? And, and that's one of the things I value about, uh, you know, this, this hobby and, and what I do is I, you know, I make a video, I do my research. Uh, I talk to people. I, and most of it is just my own experience. And I, I put this together and I put it out there and sometimes it's not all right. You know, like I make mistakes. Sometimes it's, it's just bad information that I have that I am spouting out to other people. Sometimes I know the right thing, but my mouth doesn't say what my brain wants it to say. And, and when I hear it, you know, so I don't know if, if you listen to yourself, especially when you're editing a video or something, you're, you're listening to yourself. You know what it is you said. Now you're hearing it through your headphones. And, and sometimes there's this filter in your brain. That's like, this is what I meant to say. And you hear what it is you meant to say, even though that's not what actually is being played. I don't know if that mm -hmm. makes sense, you know, but yeah, you hear what you want to hear. And it isn't until the video is out there and somebody leaves a comment. I'm like, what? I didn't say that. And then I look at it. I'm like, I totally said that. Like, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think that. I don't do that, but I said it. And now everybody thinks I'm an idiot. You know, so I got to address that and be like, hey, that was my bad. Uh, that was a mistake. And uh, I'm going to correct that moving forward. You know, and it's, and it's always, you know, dumb. And sometimes I'm just dumb. Like, I just don't know. I didn't go to college for any of this stuff. So I think, uh, and Martin hates when I bring this up because I bring it up all the time, but it's like a perfect example that I read doing my research that this one species of Salmobius can double clutch. And then I was like, well, what exactly does double clutch mean? And, and I look up a definition of double clutch and I don't know where I can't find it now. I don't, I mean, I know that I looked it up, though, but it said produce an egg sac. And then after a molt can produce another egg sac. So I said that I was like, well, that's really interesting. Cause how does that work? And then he, he, he leaves a comment like, that's not how double clutching works. It means they produce an egg sac and then they produce another egg sac before they molt because once they molt, then they lose any sperm that they had. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that, that, see, that makes sense. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm an idiot. And uh, so I, I had to address that. And here I am addressing it again. Like, 
I make dumb mistakes all the time, <laughs> it, you know, and, and it's not just putting out bad information. Sometimes we think something's funny uh, or something is uh, clever or, you know, whatever. And, and we say it and we do it and it, it, it crosses a line or it upsets people or it, it's only funny to a small amount of people and ends up offending uh, 10 times as many. Uh, and, and in those situations, you know, it, you just, you just got to address it and move forward. So I feel like that's what we've done today. Yeah. And I appreciate it, man. I really do. It's been a, it's been a learning experience, this whole issue, even getting to talk with you. Like I really respect you being a real person and always giving uh, people your whole heart, man. Like you've always been extremely real and that's something I can respect a lot. Uh, And every manner that I know of, you've been a great real dude and I'm, I'm glad you're a part of my life and I'm glad you gave me this opportunity. Well, thanks, man. I, that means a lot. Um, unfortunately, this is all just a mirage. Right. <laughs> what is reality? <laughs> I only exist on people's screens. I'm not actually. Yes. <laughs> I mean, who's seen me at, I can't say that anymore. Some people have actually seen me at Reptile Expos, but that was years ago. I have. Ago. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I think we actually shook hands. And that's yep, part of, and I think that's did. part of it. That's why I can. That's why when I, this situation came up, it was a lot easier for me to be like, to, to not get really mad and do something like Tom did right off the rip, you know, because it's like, I've looked you in the eyes and I've shook your hand and I've had a conversation with you. I know you're a real person uh, that makes mistakes and that has emotions and feelings and, uh, and a livelihood that depends on your reputation, you know? So it's like, I'm not going to just go around slaughtering people just because I have the ability to do that, you know, people will listen to me. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's not just you. I mean, there's a lot of people out there like that, you know, like he would be, it's just, there's so many little dark secrets and alliances and, and all these like little hidden things in the tarantula hobby that nobody talks about, uh, that I could tell you right now, but you probably would never see another video from me again because they would shut me down. They'd be like, no more tarantulas for that guy. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yep. But, but, but really they're a mafia. It is. I'm just kidding. It really is. <laughs> but yeah, it really is. But uh, you know that there is, and it's and like again, it's not just the tarantula hobby. It, it's it's everywhere. It's in every hobby uh, that you can imagine in politics and religion. It's just it's just the human nature, I suppose. But we're not immune to it here in the hobby. And you know, it it there was one situation, and we got to wrap this up. I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to keep you. No, you're good. Uh, you know, but there, there was just a couple of years ago, a really nasty situation. And I learned a lot of things about a few businesses and, and I really wanted to like go public with it, <laughs> you know, like uh, mm-hmm. an expose style, bust them out, show everybody their true colors. And I didn't, and I'm glad that I didn't because karma, karma doesn't need me to do its dirty work. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that situation resolved itself for the most part. Like their chickens came home from roost. They no longer give me or anybody else any problems. They just kind of fell off the face of the earth and, and people are kind of mending fences and, and moving past that situation and, and on to whatever the next dramatic situation is going to be. Uh, you know, but had I got, had I stuck my nose in that situation and got involved, uh, it was just got cut off. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I would have just become an enemy, solidified, and and it just it would have been a mess. And and I'm glad that I didn't do that. And sometimes when stuff like this happens, I really just I have all of these uh, you know screenshots of messages and yep. conversations and you know all this kind of stuff. I want to just like I want to tell everybody the truth, and it's like nobody cares really. Like as long as they're getting the yeah. trench for a good deal, 
and are happy with the content that they're seeing on how to take care. Like, that's all people care about, man. They don't care about our yep. drama and our bullshit. Uh, Not at all. I, I, I barely care about it. Right? <laughs> but it's no, like, I uh, feel you. You do. Yeah, I, I absolutely completely agree 100% on that, man. Like, I, uh, it, it, nobody really cares about the crap that's going on. Like, but I always want to just make sure that I, like, me, I don't know. I feel, felt like, uh, a little kid getting beat on by like a 10th grader or something, you know, just because yeah. like, I don't have your platform. Yeah. And, and maybe that's an Appalachian thing, but I was always raised, uh, always punch up, never punch down. You know what I mean? Like uh, you speak truth to power. You fight, you fight the man. You don't pick on the poor kid down the street, you know, like that's, that, that makes you less of a band. You know? And that's so, so when I see that kind of inequality, it's like, you know, I mean, if, you want to go out there and make a video blasting exotic Slayer? More power to you. I don't, I'm not going to get You want to go make a video blasting some dude that's got 300 subscribers on YouTube? Like, that's messed up. You know, like that's crossing the yeah. line. You I know, it, and not, and even if they're doing something wrong, like you, you can, you can address that privately uh, and, and try to resolve that situation. And then if that doesn't work, well, then what other option do you have? And, and you know, but, Really, I just, I don't know, for just for the sake of community and, and, and just, I don't want to sound like a complete hippie, but peace and harmony and all that good juju. Mm-hmm. We should, we should just try and treat each other with a, a little bit of respect and understanding and a benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like if you're going out there, like, you know, murdering people then yeah, we, we should probably uh, you know, get you kicked out of the hobby and, and not have anything to do with you. But, you know, making a dumb mistake is, is not a death sentence. I don't, at least it shouldn't be. And uh, I'm glad that you were willing to come on here and address this issue and, and talk about it. Uh, it's been fun talking to you and uh, you know, I just, I, and, and, and again, I, I really want to reiterate that I have the utmost respect for, for Tom Patterson or not Tom Patterson. Well, I mean, I do have the most, utmost respect. <laughs> uh, he seems like a good guy, an amazing tra- or spider breeder um, and funny. Uh, and it probably is, Irritated as hell that I just confused Malloy and Tom Patterson. <laughs> Maybe I, did it. I think they're gonna be. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, utmost respect for Tom Moran and his podcast and, and website and blog and uh, YouTube channel and all that other kind of stuff. Like uh, great information, a great dude. I just disagree with him hardcore on the way that he handled this situation, and that's why I made this podcast uh, mainly because I just want to be like, hey, I don't agree with that, but also because I was like. I don't think that you portrayed this man, uh, Dustin, the way that reality actually shows that he is. And, you know, you've always been a kind-hearted dude, big-hearted dude, uh, very friendly, understanding, generous. Uh, and, and I'm not going to judge you based on, on one bonehead move that you made, you know? Like, I appreciate it. I don't know you. I'm not, I'm not in your shoes. I don't know what the situation was. But what is important, more important than the fact you made a mistake, is that you rectified that mistake. Because not many people will do that. And even less will apologize publicly for it. So, I mean, in my book, you're you're a good dude. I appreciate that. I really, it means a lot to me. Awesome. Well, I, it, it, you're always welcome to come back on the podcast anytime. It's always fun talking to you. And uh, I'm sorry to keep you on here so long. My intent was an hour podcast, in and out, quick, to the point. And then I ramble about stories from my past. And and, <laughs> and then you deal with me. So, and of course, it's going to be extended. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now it's almost eight o'clock on a Monday night. Uh, my video was supposed to be uploaded 
in public uh, around noon tomorrow, and and I haven't even like loaded the footage into the. That's hilarious. So it's it's probably going to be late. <laughs> so if you're listening to this I podcast on Thursday and you're wondering why did Richard's video not come out, why was Tarantula Tuesday not out till Wednesday? It's because Dustin kept talking to me and wouldn't let me get off the podcast. Right. And then emails. So Dustin for uh, making Tarantula Tuesday up here on Wednesday this week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hey, it's what I do. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, thank you again. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. If uh, you want to check out his website, it is simplyspiders.com. Don't worry. There are no banned pokies being sold on that website. Uh, and we appreciate uh, everybody that's listening. You can follow me on uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, anywhere. Just type in the Tarantula Collective into whatever social media platform you're on. I'm sure I'll pop up right there at the top. Follow, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. But most importantly, Come back every Thursday for a new episode of the Exotic Pet Collective podcast. We'll be doing this every week now, at least for like the next 20 weeks. I'm trying to like put them in 20, 20 episode little segments. So this will officially be season two. Dustin, you're the first guest. You uh, totally just hey. upstairs Alex from Tarantula Haven. He's probably going to be a little upset about that, but I think this is much more uh, interesting than he and I just like waxing ecstatic and, and stroking each other's <laughs> ego for an hour. So <laughs> thanks a lot, man. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, everybody that's listening at home, I will see you next Thursday. Have a good one. Bye.